0: It's your show, and you can bring up whatever's on your mind. The toll-free number is 1-800-259-9231. It is Ian here with you. And Wayne. And Mark. 800-259-9231. You can join us online at freetalklive.com. The features on the site are for free, so enjoy those on us. That again, freetalklive.com. Some people have been asking off the air, what's the latest with the Ed Brown situation? And so I dug around a little bit today and caught up with the... 400-page-long thread over at NHFree.com. It's probably the best place to get the latest information as it happens. Uh, It's in their forum over there at NHFree.com. But... The latest, apparently, is that there's not much going on on the front of the Brown household, but there is some development with the four guys that have been arrested uh, across the country for going and assisting, or aiding and abetting, Ed and Elaine Brown. For those that don't know, Ed and Elaine Brown are a couple in their early 60s that are currently holed up, if you will, in their Plainfield, New Hampshire home. Um, They don't want to go to jail, because the government wants to put them there for some tax evasion charges, and they just think that, uh, well, they should be able to keep the money they earned and spend it for themselves. Decide how to spend it or save it or give it away in the way they think is best. Scoff laws. As opposed to the federal government. And they don't want the federal government services, so you know, they just decided they didn't really want to participate in the whole tax thing. And they haven't harmed anyone, and I don't think they should go to jail. And apparently, a lot of other people don't think they should go to jail either, and they've been helping the Browns. They've been bringing them things like cell phones uh, because the, their power has been cut off by the local government there uh, in the feds, and they're all working together. So their power's been cut off. I'm not sure about their water supply. I think that might have been cut off as well, but I'm not positive. I know they, they have, I think they have a well on the property. So it's a pretty, uh, they live in a pretty self sufficient sort of a property in a house. They've
1: got a windmill, too.
0: Yeah. And uh, so the latest is that four guys were arrested across the country for aiding and abetting the Browns. And um, here's one of the, uh, one of the stories. It's from the New Hampshire Union Leader. A federal judge. Yesterday rebuked a 22-year-old New York man charged with helping arm convicted tax evaders Edward and Elaine Brown with military-style and armor-piercing weapons for their planned confrontation with law enforcers. Now, that's not really a very fair thing to write. Um, Ed and Elaine Brown do not plan to confront law enforcement. That's not a fair way to say that.
1: Right. Um, they're not going conf- to go out and find law enforcement. Right. If law enforcement comes to them... They don't want to go to jail, and uh, therefore, you know, Ed has uh, said that he will fight to the end. Sure.
0: If um, anyone's planning a confrontation, it's the law enforcers that are planning a confrontation with two nice old people that are just sitting in their ho- house right now. They're not out. They're not going to go out with a 50 caliber and hunt cops down. They're not interested in doing that. These aren't violent people. Elaine Brown's a dentist, or she was until the feds stole her dental business from her. Anyway, the uh, judge, who is named James Muirhead, a federal uh, district court judge, he says this is a particularly heinous thing to bring a 50 caliber weapon up to the Browns residence and leave it there. Outrageous, he said, noting the weapon's lethal capacity. What is a 22 like you can't kill anybody with a 22 or something.:
1: Somehow um, there's more lethal capacity. I, I suppose more lethal capacity is true. Um, you're more likely to be killed with 150 one shot yeah, sure. 50 caliber bullet than you are with one uh, 22 caliber
2: bullet. And by the way, there, there's a flash alert posted as of today say, uh, Elaine Brown allegedly claims that the U.S marshal the other day indicated that they were preparing to come against them. Well, I don't know how how they indicated that. Um, but by phone conversation? They
0: used to be in uh, touch yes. with them by phone.
2: Evidently, they're, are, they're in constant contact over the past year almost. Mm-hmm. And uh, she just had the feeling that they were ready to come in on them. Well, they're certainly soon.
0: trying to keep people out. I mean, we know that much. And uh, our friend, Les... Uh, Our friend Lauren Canario was arrested recently attempting to visit the Ed Brown household, and they still have her camera. They let her go, but they kept her video camera. Anyway, uh, Judge Muir had ordered Jason Gerhard held without bail pending a trial. A blow to the defense's claim that Gerhard was simply a college student trying to express himself who visited the Browns' Plainfield home to interview them for articles he later published in his college newspaper. A lanky man in jeans and t T-shirt with close-cut dark hair who recently enlisted in the Army, Gerhardt allegedly used his New York identification to buy firearms from western New Hampshire gun dealers between January and July 31st. They included a 50 caliber rifle, a Bushmaster Carbon 15, Russian M44, and other weapons, said the assistant U.S. attorney. He said these fifty caliber rifles are designed and intended to pierce tanks, airplanes, and bulletproof vests. He told the judge in arguing that Gerhard be detained without bail. All these weapons can be used by the Browns and certainly can be used by anyone standing in that lookout tower at the Browns residence, <laughs> said Kinsella. Now, why are you laughing,
2: Wayne? The, the lookout tower? It's not really a lookout tower. It's part of the design of the house. Right. I, I guess it could be used as that.
1: I mean, I, I, if you have a porch that's two or on a second or third story, do you have a lookout tower? Well, that's what they would call it, I guess. Yeah, and they call the house a compound. Compound. It's so ridiculous. I mean, it's because it's made of concrete. My house was made of concrete in Florida. I didn't realize I owned a
0: compound. I'm pretty sure the garage doors aren't made of concrete. I mean, if it's a compound, why are there garage doors on it? Mm. Well, well, because you always have to demonize your enemy before you kill them. Sure, sure, sure. And, uh, yeah, I've seen the uh, the so-called tower they're referring to. And the, the reason the tower was there is because they wanted a nice little... They, they live in a beautiful area of New Hampshire. Yeah. Uh, they're they're, they're up on the top of a hill. Right. They're at the top of a the hill. They're surrounded just by a lush forest. And who wouldn't want to have a, a lovely tower up on the top of their their home that you can go and sit in? And they've got a 360-degree view up there. You can sit and look out across the, the landscape. How awesome is that? Who wouldn't, Who listening to this show wouldn't want to live in a place like that? I'm sure there are some people that, you know, they like their big cities with their, you know, bricks and stuff. Well, they, at the very least, would like to be able to vacation there. And who doesn't like to be high up if you're in a, b- a big city? I mean, it's cool to be up high. Humans so, like that crap. I don't see it's what It's obvious
2: deal is. that the, the Browns have earned where
0: they live, too. Mm-hmm. It's true. She made people happy in her business, uh, fixing people's teeth. He made people happy in his business, uh, pest Tilling control. Bugs. Yeah. Uh, so they earned their money legitimately. Anyway, Gerhard's one of four supporters of the Browns arrested on September 12th. The judge entered innocent pleas on Gerhard's behalf to all nine counts, including six six weapons charges. Why'd the judge enter the plea? I don't think he, uh, I, I guess he wasn't. Gerhard wouldn't speak? Speaking? I'm not sure. That's the impression I get. The Browns were found guilty in January of conspiracy and federal tax crimes, and each sentenced to 63 months in federal prison in April. The couple refused to surrender, claiming there's no law that requires them to pay federal income taxes, and they've said they'll die defending themselves and their home. With Gerhard's mother, a third grade Long Island school teacher, seated in the spectators' benches behind him, his attorney portrayed his client's actions as those of a young man curious about free speech issues who tended to write philosophical discourses sympathetic to the Browns in his college news, uh, newspaper. He has no prior criminal record, and has a twin brother who is completing a second tour of duty in Iraq. He actually got picked up at basic training. Mm. So this guy went, I don't know if that's the smartest move, you you went out to hang out with Ed and Elaine Brown and then joined the military after that? Likes guns? I guess. It just seems like, you know, you're jumping into the lion's jaws, if you will. Mm. You don't want them to find you. Don't go and join their organization. Well, they found other people. Nonetheless, uh, still, I mean, despite the fact that this guy might not be to uh, have presence of mind as far as what he should and shouldn't do, uh, he
1: didn't hurt anybody. Well, he may have signed up for the army long before he got involved with the Browns, and then and then what? Go AOL. A A A A A A A A Aol (laughs) 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 Aol Aol. I don't
0: think this is the guy, but there's another guy. uh, One of the other people that uh, was picked up, and it may be him that is looking at uh, something like 125 years Hmm. because of all the federal weapons charges and that sort of thing.
1: Is this really necessary? Well, uh, the federal weapons charges are wrong anyway. I mean, absolutely. When you read the uh, the Bill of Rights, it says the Second Amendment that uh, the right. To keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. And how do they know he gave the uh, the 50 caliber to,
0: to Ed Brown? How do you know he didn't just bring it over and leave it at the house? Is that giving it to Ed Brown if you just bring a gun over and accidentally leave it there? I guess. Well, they think that anybody who goes over to the Ed Brown household is a criminal. They think that anybody that, that assists, that brings a, a cake or a bag of oranges to Ed Brown is aiding and abetting. So there are a lot of people that I'm sure they'd like to pick up that, you know, maybe they haven't been bringing guns so it doesn't look as bad. Maybe it would be a little more difficult for them to bring those people up on charges. People like, you know, Lauren Canario Russell Canning, some of the nonviolent activists around here that would never tote guns around as far as uh, bringing them to the Ed Brown household. But I just think it's sad that this is going on. I mean, how many more people's lives are the feds going to ruin in the process of trying to put this man and his wife in a jail cell, how many more lives, how many more people are going to go to federal prison over one man with the courage to, one man and his wife with the courage
2: to not pay federal taxes? And how many people on the same uh, charges will be acquitted? More on the way. This is Free Talk Live. <laughs>
0: Talk Live, it is your show, and you can bring up whatever's on your mind. Toll free, 800-259-9231. It is Ian here with you. And Wayne. And Mark. That is the SACL CAI toll free line, 1-800-259-9231. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. The features on the site are for free, so enjoy those on us. The Shrine of Female Listeners is there with dozens of ladies who've sent us their validated photo to prove they listen to the show. Head over to
1: shrine.freetalklive.com to see what it's all about. Shrine.freetalklive.com. Are you prepared for the dola- um, for the day the dollar drops to zero? D2Z.org proposes that day is near. Go to D2Z.org and learn how to survive and thrive during the U.S. dollar crisis. D2Z.org. Let's go to the phones,
0: to the fun. Talk to first Ryan in Utah. Ryan, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian Wayne and Mark. Hey, guys. Hey, Ryan. Um, What's on your mind?
3: Hey, I just wanted to talk about the uh, Federal Food, Drug, and Cosmetic Act amendment that was uh, passed uh, early last week in uh Congress,
0: okay, what is and, this
3: well you know the 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 uh the contents of the bill isn't what interest what interests me the what interests me is is the way that the bill came into law, so you know mm. I, I haven't read what the bill is, but um what happened was that uh the bill is four hundred twenty two pages long oh well, they probably didn't it was, read it either then <laughs> they didn't read it it was it was introduced twenty minutes before the vote, oh wow, and so That's great. <laughs> And the bill was passed under suspension of normal House rules, you know, that would require any sort of debate. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically we've got this 422-page bill that absolutely no one read. And, you know, my question is just what, what do we pay these guys for?
2: Yeah, exactly. I think we, start to, we need to go to our legislators and say, hey, listen, what is this? I mean, when you get a law like this, you, you don't vote for it. You don't read it. You don't vote for it. Simple well, well
3: thankfully, you know, people like Ron Paul—they they voted no—but you know, there was only uh, six other people that were that went along with him. Everybody else, they just said. Yeah, well, we'll go with the flow and we'll both. both yeah. the
0: thing in. I mean, it's just crap like that that just makes me say I have no interest whatsoever in the federal government and the things that they do. I don't want to fund them. I want to send as little of my money as possible to them. Uh Just not interested in this. I, I don't feel any obligation to follow their laws. If they don't feel any obligation to read the laws that they pass, how can they g- expect me to have any concept of what they're doing in Washington, D.C.? I didn't consent to this, and I don't consent to it. and. And I, I've had it. Haven't you? Oh, definitely. I was going to say. I, I mean,
3: think... the, 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 the thing that, that I, and I, I need to bring it to people's attention is thats is that there is organizations that are fighting this. You know, Downsized DC has introduced mm-hmm. the Read the Bills Act, and that would prevent this. I mean, it, it would require everyone in Congress to read the bills. I mean, what a concept. Yeah. Before they actually uh, vote on these things.
2: Yeah, we support the Downsized DC, and, and I hope they get that through. Yeah, I got that same yeah. email. I believe there was an alert today on that very subject, wasn't there?
3: Yeah, there was. Yeah, yeah. but I, I still
2: I still think our legislators do respond to feedback from us. And if we become apathetic or fed up and we and we drop out of the game, then we actually can promote more of this. I think you have to put pressure on your legislators and, and ask them what, what are they doing, what are they thinking about. And if enough people do that, they'll be afraid to do things like this.
3: Oh, definitely. I mean, I, I've been fairly depressed in the past, but then you know when I read things like Read the Bills Act, it's just it's such a simple thing that i i mean I, i'm gonna call my congressman tonight you know and tell him about it it's like why didn't you read the bill i know you didn't read the bill because you, you possi- couldn't possibly have
2: right so you don't yeah. vote for it simple you
0: would yeah. think i mean it yeah. seems simple but uh, what are they thinking i mean it's just political back scratching they know that if they vote for this bill then somebody else is going to vote for the bill that they introduce and that's going to send money to one of their special interest groups and i, I it's just so easy to just say well really is it going to make a difference to call your congressman? Is it really going to make a difference? I mean, I love Jim Babka and downsizeddc.org. I'm on the downsizeddc dispatch and I participate in it because he's made it so easy. You know, downsizeddc.org makes it so easy to contact your congressperson. It's just a matter of clicking a couple of uh, but- buttons on the internet. Really? And uh, and then phew, there goes your message to your uh, to your congresspeople. If it weren't that easy, I would have to say it ain't worthwhile because They've been trying for for years now to get somebody to introduce the Read the Bills Act, for a couple of years at least, and uh, I think nobody's it may, interested. It could
1: take a little while to get that, um, you know... I'm not going. saying they should give up or if, anything like if that. If Downsized but, DC does nothing, nothing but get the Read, Read the Bills Act through, then as far as I'm concerned, the time and energy and um, that we've we've spent on them here at Free Talk Live is absolutely worth it. I, I, I think that the Read, the Read the Bills Act is totally worth doing. Yeah, oh, I, I agree. Second that.
0: I, I, I just... Yeah, I'm still questioning know, the effectiveness of contacting these people. I, I just...
1: understand they certainly don't seem to listen. I regularly get uh, email or uh, letters and stuff, uh, you know, talking about how I contacted my congressperson, and you know they're thinking hard on the subject and uh, go to hell.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, come on, it's a form letter. You know, obviously it has to be a form letter. They don't have enough time to respond to everybody. No. So I understand they're busy that.
1: not reading the bills.
0: But yeah, they're busy doing whatever it is they're doing that doesn't have a damn thing to do with protecting liberty
2: and freedom. You, you so. know you're right, but there's still some marketing uh, research uh, aspect of this, and that is that if they only hear it from a few people, they're just going to disregard it because they're, they're, there's no fear in them that they won't get reelected. But if enough people contact them on this, they're going to start fearing getting reelect right. not getting reelected, and they they they'll be more responsive. So Let's we have try. to get out in mass and stop being apathetic. Ryan, thanks for the call, dude. We appreciate it. Eight hundred two five nine ninety
0: two thirty one, and that's one of the other reasons why I like downsized DC is because it's coordinated. So not only do they make it easy to contact your representatives, so-called. But they
1: get several hundred or several thousand, I don't know how many, uh, in a day.
0: It's happening all at the same time. So that way it's not just you getting upset about something and picking up the phone and leaving a message and it's like your lone voice in the wilderness. Hopefully there's another 25 or 30 messages that came in before yours did. So if anything can make a change in Washington, D.C., I believe DownsizedDC.org Is that mechanism? I think downsizeddc.org probably will be more successful in Washington, D.C. than the Libertarian Party, for instance. So I'm definitely behind those guys. I'm just still skeptical.
1: I understand. I I, I can see why you're jaded about what's going on in Washington. I'm jaded about what's going on in Washington, too. I would just like to see this one single piece of legislation go in because it would totally slow down what's going on. Sure. And. I, you know, as far as other than that, I'm I'm writing Washington off as far as uh you know being able to do anything over there. That's why I moved for the Free State Project.
0: Now there is the other the other thing that could possibly change Washington D.C. is Ron Paul and his campaign. Yeah. And okay, I guess I haven't written that off. Have you <laughs> certainly seen dumped a bunch, a bunch of money in that? Compared, have, um, speaking of money and Ron Paul,
1: have you seen the front page of his website over the past three days? Yeah, I've been watching it, uh, but I didn't. I haven't looked um, in the last twelve hours or so. How much money is he? What, raised?
0: what was it at when you looked
1: last? Mark? I think it was three hundred and thirty. Three hundred and ninety-four thousand dollars. He's sure, and they're trying. To, they're going for five hundred thousand before the end of um, the campaign. They're going to hit seven fifty because what
0: they started it at the beginning of this week it's the last push right because mm-hmm. there's the quarterly campaign reports that the federal elections commission requires that you file which must be incredibly annoying for campaigns uh because government paperwork they just try to they if you don't cross your t's correctly and dot the right i's they will fine you on a daily basis mm. until you until you get it right so you have to be really careful with these federal campaigns But nonetheless, Ron Paul's got his people on the job, and uh, they've got this great little flash thing on the front page of ronpaul2008.com where there's a countdown, four days, four hours, and 30 minutes remaining as of uh, me looking at this right now. And they started this at the beginning of the week, so I think it was sometime on Monday that they started doing this. I looked at it Monday night. And it was at around $90,000. The next morning, it was over $150,000. Now it's over $390,000. <laughs> and, the, I mean, it hasn't even been three days that have gone by. They've got four full days left, and they're only trying to reach 500000 I hope they reset their goals here because they set their goals too low. This is
2: incredible. And they spend it really judiciously, too.
0: Uh, and if they make the 500,000, they will have earned they will have raised more money this quarter than the last one. And that's a good thing. More on the way. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control. Healthcare and your calls on the way. This
2: is Free Talk Live. George Phillies is the right candidate for president, a serious, well-educated candidate who stands for the basic principles of liberty and the basic principles of this nation. Paid for
3: by Phillies 2008. This is George Phillies, Libertarian for President. I approved of this message.
0: This is Free Talk Live, and you can bring up whatever's on your mind toll-free, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI until free line, and it's Ian here with you. And Wayne. And Mark. 1-800-259-9231. Join us online where we've got archives. So if you've missed a moment of the show, they're all for free right there on the front page of the website. Go and get them on us. That's archives.freetalklive. Oh, excuse me. That's not correct. It's freetalklive.com, and they're right there on the front page of the website. <laughs> Shame on me. Free Talk Live is brought to you by the Free State Project. It's your only choice for more personal freedom and smaller, less intrusive government. To learn more about joining the second American Revolution, go to freestateproject.org. That's freestateproject.org. As we go to the phones, to the fun, talk to Niall in Utah. You're on Free Talk Live. Niall.
4: Hi, hon. Hey, you're hey, on the up? amp line. What's up? Hey, I'm uh, calling sort of about a personal problem. I've been uh, online enjoying the forums lately. Oh great. And I'm, I'm, I'm the usually BBS? very happy with them. Yeah, the BBS forums at bbs.freetalklive.com. <laughs> yes. And I'm usually very happy with them, you know. And, uh, you know, lately we've just been having some problems with trolls. You know, it's more than just the usual uh, Nathan and Lip Licker.
0: Now, tra- trolls are people that go into Internet forums, for those who are un-Internet initiated. They are people that go into Internet forums looking to start something, looking to uh, start a little trouble with the denizens of the forum
4: well it's it's fun to have them around, you know, believe it or not, I mean, sometimes you even get good porn pictures out of it on unrelated threads my My problem lately is one of the denizens there has sort of begun throwing a fit and he's begun posting completely unrelated pictures on the forum that are truly disturbing, things like decapitations, uh, horrific car accidents with children uh, nice. suicides, things like that, just completely out of context you'd start a a thread about happy baby uh, pink pup- puppies or whatever, and. Mm-hmm. The third one down, you'd have a guy with his head splattered on the wall. Very large and graphic detail. Well, now, let's, and- let's
0: go into a little history. The reason this person's doing that is because he was offended earlier, I think it was last week, there was a little bit of forum drama that went on where some people were posting, uh, they were posting sexual uh, pictures in people's threads inappropriately. And up until last week, we had had a rule that said you aren't allowed to post inappropriate pictures in someone's thread. And I rescinded that rule simply because I was getting complaints, and I don't like to deal with it. The board is virtually unmoderated, so you never know what you're going to come across. It's oh, free talk live forum, and so I rescinded a- that. Hang on, I rescinded that rule, and that made some people angry that liked the rule, obviously. And I said, look, there are two ways you can handle this. You can click the ignore button, which I don't think we had at the time that the rule went into effect. There is now an ignore button on every single person. Uh, on you could just—it's right next to their name. You just. Click it, and then they, you can't see anything they post. You can unignore them at any time. Uh, so there's that, which is a very powerful tool. And then you can also turn off uh, certain pictures on the forum as well. So uh, what is your problem exactly, Niall? I mean, you've got the ignore well, can- feature. Why don't you just ignore this guy?
4: Oh, no, I absolutely have. It's, it's more of who's doing it. That's so bizarre. It's not that I've followed his threads or anything like that, but I'd sort of like I'd sort of like Gene the Christian Anarchist to get online, or uh, not online, but on the air here, and justify what he's doing. I mean considering he seems to come across so rational and, and royal rounded generally speaking on, on the air, but online it's just like you know, my nine year old would would sort of shudder at the immaturity in which, which he's doing. It. They're truly disturbing pictures. And like I said, I'm fine with it. I click the ignore it on him. I don't click the I haven't clicked the ignore on anybody else you know cause so it's then it's the working music. so so okay so you're
0: not oh, you're you're not it's complaining working. that just, you aren't able to control the content you are able to control yeah. your content you just want Gene to explain himself
4: yeah I mean I think I think I think people probably listening are sort of shocked that Gene would do this I know I was I sort of was like gosh did somebody re-register his name <laughs> and <is> pretending <laughs> to be Gene it's just yeah. that strange
1: that was my first thought he sounds upset yeah well maybe Nile? he will
0: call in uh, so the invitation is out there Niall any other thoughts uh uh, nope. Thanks for the call, dude. Thank you. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. I think he's doing the same thing that the guys that were posting the porn pics were—just trying to get a rise, just trying to get people to, you know, be upset. Because Gene was upset, now he wants other people to get upset. That's just well, my I, impression.
1: You know, sometimes, sometimes the way people learn lessons is, um, you know, being shown what their actions are, are like, and but. You know, you, you do make a mistake to think that everybody on the the forum is the same as the guy who was messing with you. You know, it's it, it's individual people. So I don't know. Everybody has to deal with the uh, decapitated pictures, and I find those kind of things very disturbing. I do not want to go on the internet and be assaulted by pictures of uh, you know genitalia and uh, <laughs> assaulted. you know, I, I, That's how I feel. I, I when I see a picture of of, of someone's uh, excrement. Uh, I'm just disgusted by it. I don't want to see uh, yeah. pictures of dead people and those kind of things. Well,
0: I'm... it'll blow over. I mean, it always does. The guys that were posting the porn pics, they've, you know, they've. It's pretty much blown over at this point. I'm sure there will be some more in the future, but eventually, some, Gene's going to get tired of posting the death pics. There's just only so long that you can do that stuff for. You've got to go and eat, feed yourself at some point. So I wouldn't expect it would last that much longer, but nonetheless... If no, these to, things
1: uh, definitely die out over yeah. time.
0: All right. 800-259-9231. So if he wants to call in, he's certainly welcome to. In the meantime, we go to Cato in Tennessee. Cato, you're on Free Talk Live. What's up, guys? Hey, what's, happening? Hey. what's happening? What's on your mind?
5: Hey, um, you hear a TSA Folly story?
0: Do I
1: want to hear one? Sure.
5: Yeah, this is a great one. Okay. I don't know if you guys caught it in the news today, but the Indianapolis Airport Concourse was shut down for about an hour this morning.
1: Hmm. Um what time? Who
5: cares? 5:30 in the morning. Oh wow. Uh, okay. First flight out. Uh, due to uh, a suspicious package being found. All right. And I was there. And uh because of the shutdown, I missed missed my flight going to uh <laughs> Chicago. Yes, it and is. And then yeah.
2: Well, are you <laughs> are bird. you flying home on your bird now instead? <laughs>
5: <laughs> it would have been faster than what happened today actually. All right. Um so I missed my flight to Chicago. I got stuck in Chicago. Uh, you know, missed my connection. So
0: hold on. What was it like? I mean, I, I, I Well, what happened
5: been... was the... Uh, uh, we're I was actually sitting in a restaurant having breakfast, and the public safety people, the airport police, came down and said they were all going to have to move down past a certain gate mm-hmm. because there was a menacing item in the x-ray machine. Hmm. And menacing. so they made everybody go down, of course... Uh, found out later that people in the restaurant, one of the cooks, was still around cooking in the restaurant, and I guess they didn't bother to go in and look for him. But <laughs> anyhow, he did not matter. It turns out that the uh, suspicious object was the TSA's own stuff. That really? They had done, yeah, they had done a training or something the night before and had inadvertently left uh, a vest with inactive explosive uh, simulators in
0: it. Oh, I nice yeah. So they were yeah. testing themselves, and they just kind of screwed up and caught themselves except at the wrong time, and that resulted in an overreaction, which we've seen so many times in these government airports. Uh, and so then you were inconvenienced, and you, and you missed your flight. How long did it take for you to get out of there?
5: Uh, actually, I got out once because uh, people were still on the other side of security, and I was on the concourse side, on the gate side. So once they got it all cleared out, um, probably able to leave uh, flight left, probably an hour and a half after it was supposed to, because the crew was still on the other side of security. Um, Mm. But the problem was, as anyone that travels knows, is you have connections, you know, you miss your flight. It's the next place, and then you end up sitting there for five hours waiting for the next flight to take
0: off. That's nasty. Now, so you were sort of cordoned into another area of the airport Were you with just a whole bunch of other people. I guess it was 5.30 in the morning, Indianapolis. Was there a lot of people there?
5: Well... Yeah, there was a. There might have been seventy-five people, I'd say, in the concourse itself. Mm-hmm. According to the news reports, they said five hundred people were evacuated, uh, and that would be the people on the other side of security that hadn't come through the uh, security checkpoint yet.
0: Gotcha. Now, what, did anybody seem visibly frightened, or were they just all seemed you know were they upset or inconvenienced? What was the general demeanor of the people around you?
5: Yeah, no one was frightened, I mean, because the police, it would, they didn't do it with any urgency. You know, it wasn't like they told everybody, you've got to move now, and we're forcing people down. They mm-hmm. just were sort of telling people, uh, you yeah, you need to go. And so we took another five minutes and finished breakfast and paid for our <laughs> bill and, and you know, went, went that way. All things considered,
0: uh, that's probably the best way to handle a situation like that. I mean, as far as instead of creating a panic and people trampling over one another... Uh, but then again, if indeed there really was a, st- a threat and you needed to move, then I don't know. Maybe that would be the best thing. Very confusing and glad you got out of it. It's Kale. their bomb. Thanks for the call. Or fake dude. bomb. 800-259-9231. <laughs> yeah, that's the worst part. Everybody was inconvenienced. He missed his flight. People missed their connections because the TSA are a bunch of incompetent boobs. More 800- trouble than they're worth. 800-259-9231. This is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. It is your show, and you can bring up anything toll-free. 800-259-9231. Stakel CAI toll-free line. Ian here with you. Ed Wade. And Mark. 800-259-9231. Join us online at freetalklive.com. The features on the site are for free, so enjoy those on us And if you like the show and you want to help support Free Talk Live, then consider becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier. Just go to amp.freetalklive.com to learn more about the program. It stands for Advertise, Market, and Promote. Now, we give you the website for free, so this is above and beyond all that. This is if you like Free Talk Live and you want to to help us get on more radio stations, because that's what the AMP dollars go to, primarily. They also advertise us a little bit on the Internet as well. Uh, but really want to build our station count. We're up to 30 already, which is excellent, uh, especially considering we've only been around in the syndicated world for uh, three years. Mm-hmm. We've been doing the show almost for five years, but three years we've been available to more than one station. And so the reason why we're on 30 stations instead of five is because of our amplifiers, because of people contributing th- uh, as little as three bucks a month to the show. And you get some perks like access to the AMP only call in lines, AMP only forum and chat room, and more. All of the details at amp.freetalklive.com, but it makes a big difference for us. We'd really appreciate it if you joined up. Uh, oh, and by the way, if you are a podcast listener, Survey.freetalklive.com. Something we need you to go and do for us. Only takes you a couple minutes, maybe less than that. Uh, only only for podcast listeners, though. Survey.freetalklive.com. Why just the podcast listeners? It's podcast related questions. I see. So uh, we'll go to the phones here and talk to, speaking of the amp line, it's Mark in Texas. You're on Free Talk Live, Mark.
6: Hey, Ian. Uh, how you guys doing?
0: Good, S- super. What's on your mind?
6: Awesome. Uh, speaking of the uh, survey, I just took it.
2: Okay, great. Yeah.
6: Um, hi, Wayne. Hey there. Hey, I've I've never called when you're on the air, so I
0: figured I'd say hi. Well, hey. Congratulations, thank you. So, what are you calling about?
6: Uh, two 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 things real quick. Uh, first thing is I've been listening to the Pen Pen Gillette show. Oh, yes. on on the internet. The now defunct awesome. Pen
0: Gillette show, unfortunately. Yeah,
6: but uh, all of the archives are available if you go and look it up. That's good. Yeah. So uh, go and listen to it. He's an atheist just like you, and it's 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 really good stuff. And I. I think all the listeners should check it out.
0: Well, Pajullette, I mean, it, an atheist—that's cool and everything. But Pajullette is, uh, as far as his mass market appeal, because most people aren't atheists. Pajullette is also a libertarian. Uh, in right. fact, I've heard rumors he considers himself a anarcho-capitalist as well. Um, right. So, he's,
6: he, uh, Ian, as far as as far as Penn goes, he's right along your lines.
0: Yeah, he's a good guy, and he does a fine television show as well, uh, Penn & Teller's BS on Showtime. Highly recommend that. Uh, that's a great show to mm-hmm. bring new people into uh, sort of the libertarian or liberty-oriented mindset and really help uh, – it's a very iconoclastic show, so it'll help destroy a lot of their false held, uh, falsely held ideas that the government uh, school system, for instance, might have indoctrinated into them, or popular culture, or the uh, the news media. Right. Brilliant programming. So was that all you were calling for, to so plug Penn? Uh, no, I uh,
6: and, and as a matter of fact, Wayne has a libertarian talk show, too, right? What's that?
2: Uh, Wayne has his own show? No, I, I don't. Guess. does he? But I'd like to someday. What are you alluding oh. to?
6: Oh, I don't know. I thought it was Wayne. Maybe it was Gardner.
0: Gardner, yes. yes. Gardner Goldsmith. He uh, he has his own show, and you can get that at LibertyConspiracy.com. We love Gardner Goldsmith.
1: Okay. And don't well, forget anyway. uh, Liberty Radio Underground.
0: Yes, yes. that's right. Uh, Citizen X is the host of that. Uh, but those
1: are only 10-minute shows,
6: right?
0: Less than 10 minutes, in yeah, fact, yes. They're shorties. It's more of like an introductory uh, introductory program
2: to liberty, which is good stuff. People need that. But Gar- yeah, but, but I'm
6: already pretty libertarian-minded
2: yeah, myself. Guard has a show so. from one to four uh, every day here in New Hampshire that. Focuses on both local and national politics. That's really fabulous. He has some great guests on too. Well, the Liberty Radio Underground is
0: something where you can grab a few MP3s. It's uh, again, LibertyRadioUnderground.com. Grab a few MP3s from the site, slap them on a CD, and hand them, hand it to somebody. You right. Know? And also,
1: I, I think they're um, I I, they're, I think they're entertaining. I'm obviously a libertarian too. I think they're entertaining just to listen to.
6: Hey, Mar- uh, Mark, um, mm-hmm. are you still doing your TV show?
1: I am. And we're going to be okay, making good. that into a podcast soon too. Actually, it's already well, it's been, been done. It's been
6: a while since I've actually uh, watched. I watched the first couple episodes, and it was all Keen related, and I just like. Can
1: stopped. you imagine? Well, it <laughs>
0: well, is called Keen Weekly News. <laughs> yeah, good point. <laughs> so there you go, Mark. But anyway, else? I wanted to talk
6: about uh, uh, Ron Paul's campaign thing. Um, the, the thing where they're raising five
0: hundred thousand dollars. That thing.
6: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 Ian brought it up earlier, and I have to say the same thing. I want I. Checked it out uh, a couple days ago, and it it was about halfway through. And while you were talking about it, I watched it raise about $2,000.
0: It's just amazing.
6: Yeah, it's it's insane. (laughs) And they still have four days left.
0: Uh, yeah, that's what I'm looking at right now. They're all re- they're almost. We we said uh, what it was it, 394? Just a few minutes yeah. ago, it's now 397. When I looked yeah. at it for the first time and I saw 96 thousand dollars, I thought, well, they're gonna, you know, they're gonna shoot their load early and they're not gonna be able to make it because it's so easy for me to be pessimistic. Because I'm used to seeing libertarian campaigns, and of course, you know, libertarian campaign might as well just write it off in advance as being a failure. I mean, they try their best, but and sometimes they get a, a handful of votes. If it's a two-way race, they'll get more than a handful, but, you know, as far as actually getting out there and getting things accomplished and, and making a difference and being able to really raise some money – the the Ron Paul campaign is something that is totally unprecedented in the really history. Is. The history of libertarian oriented campaigns, and I, I was blown away when I saw how fast this uh, this little fundraising effort was going. It's just and incredible.
6: It's huge. Don't get me wrong. It's, I mean, this is great. That, that that the fact that he can raise three hundred ninety thousand dollars in less than two days is just amazing to me. Um, if he gets to the half million point, that would be awesome. But I saw a news story uh, that Barack Obama is actually looking to raise a billion dollars today.
1: a billion dollars? That sounds a ridiculous. A billion dollars
6: for the entire campaign, though. That's think. what I'm talking about, for the, so. for the final run. That doesn't and sound right. I don't know that anybody can actually get to that. I don't know how much uh, Bush spent last time, or uh, Gore, or, or Kerry, whoever. I don't... But. They're talking now in the major media about raising a billion dollars well, for a campaign.
0: People like people like Obama and those other guys. You know, they've got corporations on their side. They've got big right. uh, special interest money. Whereas it, the vast majority of Ron Paul contributions are coming from, if anything, small businesses mm-hmm. and uh, individuals. And they're very small. Many of them are very small contributions, but there's a whole lot of them that are coming in. So uh, his support may not be deep in that he doesn't have uh, really deep people with deep pockets supporting him, but it is certainly very, very wide. But but the money. I'm
6: just waiting for uh, October when the numbers actually come out to see how many military people. Favor him versus everybody else. Well, yeah.
0: they, he was already uh, in the last quarter the number one military. Maybe it was number one amongst Republicans. It might have been number no, one amongst no. everyone. Number yeah, Number no, one, number one
2: military. military. All military. Yeah. Yeah. All most military. the most
0: military people were contributing to the Ron Paul campaign, which mm-hmm. you know really says something about what the military people want. They want to come home. They're tired yeah.
2: of being over there. And throwing a lot of money at something doesn't necessarily make you win. Look in baseball; the Yankees have got over a two hundred million dollar payroll. They haven't won in years.
6: Well, two or three. But
2: uh, yeah, yeah. I, I think they haven't won
1: this um, this this particular millennium, right? They haven't won since well, two thousand.
6: Oh yeah, no, no. They've, they've the Yankees have been doing well, but the last couple of years uh, they're slacking. Yeah. It's the Alex Rodriguez issues that they're dealing with now because they promised him a m- like t- tens of millions of dollars.
0: Well, all I know about baseball is it's going to be over soon, and I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> Thanks for the call, Mark. We appreciate uh, it. Eight- I like.
2: I like baseball so. yeah.
0: uh, as a uh, as a talk show host with a show, radio show on radio stations across the country at nighttime, baseball is my mortal enemy. the nemesis uh, yes, because uh, the, it preempts our show. And, you know, we have to allow that if we want to get on people's stations, but that doesn't mean I have to like it.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm not terribly interested in the sport in general. I must say I enjoy going to a game. If you've never been, it's it's worth going to see a baseball game. But watching it on TV or listening to it on the radio, just, it, it's not for me.
2: Yeah. Well, it's obviously for somebody. Yeah, I play. Yeah. I played, and I think when you play for a long time, you also have, a, like, a subtle appreciation. So right. you can watch it on TV, just like people watch golf. I don't really get golf or NASCAR, but mm-hmm. I get baseball because I played. Mm-hmm. Well, I just think it's awful programming
0: for talk stations to put uh, baseball on when you've got a lineup of talk show after talk show after talk show during the daytime, and then all of a sudden you change gears into a sports station at night. It's just something I've never understood, and I've always it has always bothered me as a talk radio listener. I've Always changed the channel. I'm not going to listen to your I sports. I don't like it.
1: I, I don't like to listen it being on my station at all. I usually if it's if it's on and I don't have any other choices, I'll just switch to NPR and listen to that instead. I want to hear talk content. I'd rather drive with silence than listen to sports. But, <laughs> but I think that it does speak to the power of the medium. the the talent of the broadcaster to be able to sit there and talk about a game and make it interesting to people that would want to listen to the game. Oh, there's some
2: amazing uh, play-by-play guys who can just paint a picture over the radio. And and it's it's, actually there's been a few good ones that I like where I'll actually turn down the volume on the TV broadcast to listen to their account of the game. I'm not denying that those guys can you know
0: they know what they're doing. They're very good at it. I'm just saying it's, it's bad programming in my opinion. And apparently there's been some studies recently that have actually showed that despite the fact that stations do get some money in some extra money in from different advertisers they wouldn't have normally gotten uh, without having the sports right on the other hand they find out that it dri- you know it drives their core audience away which could Sort of negate whatever benefits they're getting from having the, those extra ad dollars rolling mm-hmm. in. So, I, I think it's questionable whether or not it's actually a good programming idea. If it's to put so put that great, on.
1: put it on your big giant FM. Leave the little AM talkers alone. There you go. I'm with that.
0: 800-259-9231. You can bring up whatever's on your mind. Hour number two is on the way. Ron Paul at three hundred ninety seven thousand dollars. He'll probably eclipse four hundred by the time the news is over.
2: Nice.
0: Would you like to help others find Free Talk Live? You can help us advertise, market, and promote the show at amp.freetalklive.com. Consider becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier now for $3 a month and get some cool bonuses at amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. It's your show, and you can bring up whatever's on your mind toll-free at 1-800-259-9231. SACL's CAI toll-free line as we launch into hour number 2, 800-259-9231. It is Ian here with you. Ed Wayne. And Mark. And you can join us online. Freetalklive.com is the place to go. The features on the site are totally free, so enjoy those on us. That again, freetalklive.com. To the phones, to the fun. Tom in New Hampshire, you're on freetalklive Live. Hello, Tom.
7: Hi there. I just wanted to mention that, yes. uh, you know, the benefit of the private sector and not forced, you know, not theft. Uh, but it's helping serve a public need, and that is education. And a lot of colleges are getting tons of money from their successful uh, alumni. Yeah, that's true. Okay, mm-hmm. and the more, the better the education the college can provide. Of course, the more successful their alumni can be. That's true. The more successful their alumni can be, the more generous they can afford to be back to their alma mater yeah okay but it's not just a sense of uh of philanthropy and and, you know it's a matter of being able to impress their classmates and their professors Mm -hmm. if they can name a scholarship after themselves or something you know and they get the glory that the politicians want to steal by you know stealing our money and then uh it back as Pell Grants, named after Senator Pell, and, and that sort of thing. The politicians are trying to steal the credit and glory by stealing our money and uh, doling it out and buying votes with it.
1: Right, and but, all the schools, uh, almost all the schools, are named after some bureaucrat or another, whether it's a national level or a local level bureaucrat.
7: Now, take take a look at, at this one, Doug. Go to uh, internationalcollege.edu. Edu. Mm-hmm. Okay, if you go to internationalcollege.edu, there you see that uh, the latest news from that college, there's uh, a, an elderly couple there that got so much money, they gave uh, 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 Earl and Thelma Hodges, mm-hmm. gave the university so much money that, that it was a college. Now it can be a university, mind wow. you. and not just any old university, Hodges University. Sweet. And there's their picture standing there with the the college president. And they're like, look how much money we have.
0: Yeah. What's they wrong with that? They get
7: all that credit and nothing wrong with nothing that. Nothing at they, all. They, You're they, saying they that's, they that's what we it, need. You're
0: saying we need to get the government the hell out of funding uh, these colleges and just simply allow them to come up with money on their own, whether whether it be from their alumni or from fees for classes or whatever. Right. Yeah. Uh, and. and-,
7: and w- and
0: I
2: was going to say the well, price of the price of a college education has gone up disproportionately with inflation over the last 30 years. It's incredible the kind of debt people are in by the time they get out of college. Now, it was before you could you could work a part time job and pretty much pay your own tuition in most schools, except for the very most expensive.
0: You think that's because they don't feel like they have to compete because they're getting their pockets lined by the federal government, and absolutely state
2: And here's another thing, and this involves the war on drugs, is that a lot of these major endowments for universities they invest heavily in timber. So they actually have an interest to keep marijuana uh, criminalized as well. That's interesting. I didn't know that. Tom, any other thoughts?
7: Uh, Well, you know, if they get the glory from giving millions of dollars to a university, fine by me. You know, I mean, these people have it right there on the home page, the front page of the university's website. That's. Their picture standing there smiling away, showing off how rich they are.
0: And the funny thing is, isn't it ironic, though, that they're showing this off at the same time that college teachers are teaching things like Marxism and uh, how socialism is wonderful and that capitalism is terrible? These people didn't make their money by accident. Thanks for the call, Tom. We appreciate it. 800-259-9231. The fact is, that college got that windfall. That college got upgraded to a university because those people probably satisfied people in the marketplace and made it oodles of money. Well, or, or
2: sometimes they had their money, uh, or they had their mouth opened by the, the Washington's monetary spigot because they were well connected politically too. That happens a lot as well. Could be, could be.
1: So, uh, unfortunately, here in America, that that has has a tendency to go hand in hand. One eight hundred two five nine ninety two
0: thirty one. Let's go to Richard in California. You're on Free Talk Live with Ian Wayne and Mark. Hello, Richard. Hey, thanks for taking my call. What's on your mind?
8: Uh, well, the other day I was listening to a show about the uh, about Proposition two fifteen in California.
0: The marijuana legalization for medicinal purposes thing.
8: Yeah. Right. And on 60 Minutes, I mean, one thing that uh, they said on 60 Minutes that I don't think anybody addressed where you had that that uh, that like uh, that fake priest guy or whatever he was.
0: I don't recall. What are you referring to? There was like some
8: priest guy who was an advocate. Anyway, he said, oh, we didn't mean to create this new industry. <clears throat> well, the industry was already there. All it's doing now <laughs> is generating taxes for the state.
0: So wait, and the priest guy was on in favor of me, uh, medicinal originally marijuana. Originally he was, but then now he's not.
1: He doesn't he like says, any companies at all. Oh, what a jerk! And he doesn't want he doesn't want anybody making profits. He
8: only exactly. wants people to grow but their the own plants. But the industry was already there. All it's done is bring it out in the open and mm-hmm. it's being taxed in
9: right. some ways. The industry
0: know? was already there. Not only is it now out in the open, but yeah, now, it wasn't it's now it's it better. created. Now it's better. Now you can get the marijuana you're looking for instead of having to rely on what your dealer happens to have that week. He's, he's just or a sick social. if you're a grower,
8: the competition's on because you have have to have it really clean with, like, no powdery mildew, not over-fertilized, no insects. You know what I mean? You sound like so Kato, uh, quite the connoisseur there. <laughs> but then, too, yesterday I heard somebody is, is rattle off this derogatory comment about uh, saying, I don't even remember what the conversation was, but he said that, uh, oh, and they're probably smoking the purple kush, too, meaning, like, they had a lot of money and, like, weren't really focused on what was going on around them or something.
0: I don't know if you were listening to our that really show.
8: Bad, purple kush, I don't know. It's like, no, it doesn't have this. I don't know. It just kind of ticked me off. I was surprised you didn't
0: get
1: out about it. I, what, was this Free Talk Live you were listening to? I don't remember anything about a Purple I don't remember Purple Kush from last oh, night. I don't know what it is either, so it's liable to just lie Maybe
0: you me. were listening to an episode of Free Talk Live last night, but it wasn't from last night. Is that, that possible? That could be maybe or something. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Or it could have just been stoned, right?
0: That's a possibility, <laughs> be, huh? and that's okay. Thanks for the call, dude. We appreciate it. 800-259-9231. You can take control of the airways. Let's go to Puke in New Hampshire on the Amplifier Line. Hello, Puke
10: evening, guys. What's Thank on you your mind? I have a question about a uh, tax situation I'm sort of in. Okay. I got a, a, a bill recently um, from the state of Arkansas. Now, when you're in the military, you have to choose a state, which they call your home of residence. Mm-hmm. And mine happened to be Arkansas. So, of course, I still have to pay their stupid state taxes and property taxes and whatever. And uh, so I got this bill, even though I haven't lived there since I was 18 – so I got this bill for uh, my last, mm, uh, what do you call it, uh, county tax for, like, my vehicle.
0: Okay, gotcha. And
10: I was just wondering, you guys know, like, if they can track that if I don't pay it or anything? Like, what would be the consequences if I just ignore it?
0: What is, is, it, what is it for? Is it for your tag on your, on your car?
10: It says um, it's a Washington County tax, property tax on my vehicle
1: property tax on your vehicle.
2: Well, you, you should send them a letter saying that you're no longer a and even if you can give them a date, that's even better. And uh, that happened to me years ago when I was living in Connecticut and I moved, and I was still getting bills for my vehicles, even though they were registered in another state and everything. I was still getting tax bills. Do you okay, still have, hold on, do you
0: still have the, uh, the vehicle in, uh, does it still have Arkansas plates? No. Okay, but, then I don't see any reason why Wayne's um, position wouldn't work.
10: Well, but, but it was for last year, the year of two thousand six, when technically I was still registered there,
0: oh and they bill they bill after the fact
10: well, yeah, I guess it's it was late they because they don't know that I'm actually in New Hampshire, mm-hmm. so it took them a while. they sent it to some relatives of mine, I guess that's the last place they knew that I live.
2: <laughs> well, we won't tell them where you are.
10: Right. I well, I was just curious cuz I really don't care to pay it, you know. The only thing I'm that could happen, there.
0: the only thing that can happen is I understand it, not an expert. This isn't legal advice. But the only thing that can happen is that uh, you know they'll you'll be in arrears down in Arkansas. They're going to want their money. They'll probably send a couple of notices and then give up. Odds are good they're not going to put a warrant out for your arrest. Uh, you know, there's a slight chance you could get into some hot water if you actually go back there at some point. Yeah. But if you aren't planning hmm. on going back to Arkansas, then I don't see any reason to send them any money.
1: Yeah. They, they, could, I really don't they could try to, to move they could there. tack on a bunch of fees and then try to suck it out of your bank account. So yeah, I don't know. True.
2: That would be funny to watch him get pulled over in Arkansas, puke. What kind of names that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so
10: uh, you know, because I I'm still uh, at the point where I don't like being harassed for anything, so that's yeah. why I pay a lot of this crap. But well, you know, I also want to tell them to go screw themselves. But I don't know, you know, I don't want to uh, you know screw myself at the same time to give these thugs the reason.
0: Well, how can they expect anybody to pay something if they're not there to receive the bill? I mean, yeah. it's, it's after the fact. If they wanted it to be paid, they should have billed in advance. That's what they do for the tags down in Florida. You pay a year in advance for those. Anyway, uh, you know, if you want it to go away, pay them. If you uh, want to take a risk, I think it's a pretty small risk, personally. All right. Just let, it, let it fly. I... Thanks, dude, and let us know what happens. 800 259 9231. Bring up what you want. Chris and Eddie, ladies, if you call in, you come first on Free Talk Live. <laughs> Free Talk Live, your show. You take control. Two, uh, 1-800-259-9231, SACL-CAI toll-free line. That's 800-259-9231, and it's Ian here with you. And Wayne. And Mark. You can join us online. The archives are there, the wiki, the updates, it's all for free, so enjoy those on us at freetalklive.com, and your mattress was likely manufactured using all kinds of disturbing chemicals. Does this bother you? Well, it bothers some scientists, especially in the case of young children. Savvy Rest mattresses are made of 100% natural latex rubber, organic wool, and organic cotton. Try their crib mattresses, too. SavvyRest.com for the sleep you've been dreaming of. That's SavvyRest.com. As we go to the phones and to the fund, Chris in Pennsylvania, you're on Free Talk Live, Chris. Chris in Pennsylvania going once. Chris, where Chris are you? In Pennsylvania going
6: twice. Hey, I'm here. Hello, he Chris.
0: What's on your mind?
6: Hey, my question's for Wayne. Yes. Um Now that the Canadian dollar is equal to the U.S. dollar, would you rather make out with Mark or Ian?
2: <laughs> Thanks for the call. <laughs> now that's actually a
0: perfect excuse for you to bring up a little bit of show prep tonight, Wayne. Because yes, exactly. uh, you had a I little hope it bit has nothing of to do with
2: making out with me. No, it doesn't. <laughs> well, well, if you were gay, would you be attracted to Mark?
1: Mark is an attractive man. I'm a beautiful man, yeah.
2: and I'm not, like, big and hairy and scary looking like you are. Well, well, if if we were both gay, Ian, you know, he'd be mine, pal. Well, I guess... Then that's I think you can out-arm wrestle, you. Yeah.
1: I really don't like the whole idea of being either one of your prison bitch. Thanks I've, very much. I've never been
0: one to fight, uh, you know, to actually physically fight over something. That, no. Mark, you're not worth that.
1: <laughs> Julia, she might be kids. worth it, but
0: anyway. No yeah. fighting. Uh, all right, so, Wayne, now the dollar... In fact, you had, I guess, a definition of a dollar. Everybody thinks a dollar is what's in their wallets, right?
2: That's right. But they're wrong. They're wrong. Uh, There was a really cool article about this by Dr. Paul Hine in uh, www.gold-eagle.com called Please Define Dollar. Uh, It goes like this. He said, monetary realists, knowing not so much what they've been taught, but what they've learned with their eyes open and ears tuned see things clearly without peering through the haze of misinformation masquerading as knowledge. Like the boy in the emperor's new clothes, they make observations which seem to cause frustration and annoyance to those public figures to which they are directed. A case in point is the word dollar, the definition of which has been sought by monetary realists for decades. Now, I guess we would consider ourselves monetary realists on the show. Yeah, I, I would say so.
0: I like the idea of real money if that's what a monetary realist is. Right.
2: Some some years ago, Paul Volcker of the Federal Reserve was lecturing in St. Louis. A monetary realist in the audience was in attendance. At the conclusion of Mr. Volcker's remarks, questions were invited, and the monetary realist asked, Mr. Volcker, in your remarks you used the word dollar 26 times. Can you tell me what a dollar is? <laughs> there was a remarkable silence. <laughs> Volcker said nothing. The silence grew protracted. It was embarrassing. Well, sir, can you tell me what... The yen is or the mark, you mentioned them as well. The silence continued. Eventually, the host made some excuse and hus- hustled Mr. Volker up from the stage. Over 20 years ago, I wrote a letter to the head of the, federal, the St. Louis Federal Reserve and asked another simple question: Is our money tangible? If so, I asked, what are its physical characteristics? Tangible meaning you can touch it. Yes. Right. If not, how can you tell if you've got it? A brief note was received in reply stating, in effect, that due to the technical nature of my question, the president of the bank was unable to answer at this time. Hmm. He hasn't answered since. On discovering the ease with which federal officials can be reached by the Internet, I recently decided to try again. <laughs> <laughs> and on September 6th of last year sent this message to the Treasury Department. How is the word dollar defined in U.S. law? Can you give me the citation? Thank you. The answer received was from Customer Assistance and read, Thank you for your recent inquiry. The Office of the Comptroller of the Currency, OCC, examines national banks to assure their safe and sound financial condition and assure their compliance with federal banking laws, rules, and regulations. The dollar is defined as a currency bill and a monetary unit of the United States, equal to 100 cents. Defining
1: something with, yeah. by, by, by itself. By itself. Yes. Yeah.
2: This office does not have information on the specific site. In the federal regulations, you may try contacting the Federal Reserve Bank at such and such a number. We trust this is responsive to your inquiry. Hmm. Well, not quite, I replied. On September 14th, dear customer assistance, thank you for your letter. You write that the dollar is a currency bill. Does that mean it's an IOU? An IOU for what? You say it's a monetary unit. A unit is a standardized amount used in measuring. What does the dollar measure of what is it a unit? Thank you. This time I received a response from an actual person with a name, Angela Willis, a customer assistance specialist. Mm, she's special. Yes, yeah, she said, thank you for your recent inquiry. Please contact the Federal Reserve Bank for any other questions you may have. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I respond- we don't want to talk to you anymore. <laughs> exactly. So I, I responded, I would like an answer from the government. Isn't it the Federal Reserve a private bank? Mrs. Willis replied, Thank you for your recent inquiry. Mm-hmm. The Federal Reserve Bank is a, the central bank of the United States government. It was founded by Congress in 1913 to provide the nation with a safer, more flexible, and stable monetary and financial system. Well, they failed
1: at that. Right. <laughs> they, 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 they flopped on their faces there because uh, 1913 is
2: before. She's the, lying. Right. You know, that's not why it was She's given a standard response. Yeah. And then, of course, they say, we trust this is responsive to your inquiry. Wow, talk about pulling teeth. I tried again. I'm sorry, but your answer is not responsive. The question was and is, what is a dollar? Don't refer to me to a private banking cartel for the answer to what surely must be defined in U.S. law. After all, if there is no definition of the dollar, how can someone, a person measure his income in dollars and swear to the government that the answer is true, correct, and complete? Wasn't it defined in the Constitution? No. Yes. No? We'll, we'll, Where was we'll, we'll get to that. Okay. But Congress has given given authority to regulate the value of the dollar. What is its value? Don't tell me it's a hundred cents, and then, and then define the cent as one hundredth of a dollar. Please try again. It, it, it's a simple question, isn't it? Thanks. Mr. Uh, Ms. Willis uh, was, I fear, losing patience with me. <laughs> I suspect she was. Thank you for your recent inquiry. Accept have- <laughs> your chain, c- chain citizen. <laughs> That's right. Shut up and go work. We have tried to direct to you the agency that would be most responsive to your inquiry. (laughs) The Office of the Comptroller of the Currency regulates national banks. This agency does not have regulatory authority over actual currency, although our name might make you think otherwise. If you have issues dealing with the national banking system, please feel free to request our assistance we will not respond to any other inquiries regarding the definition of the dollar. (laughs) (laughs) In other words, the U.S. Treasury either doesn't know, won't tell what a dollar is. Interesting. So, moreover, in in taking this evasive stand, it tries to distract the questioner with irrelevant references to the comptroller of the currency and a disingenuous disclaimer that it, the Treasury, has no regulatory authority over actual currency. Back in the 70s, I asked the dollar question to the Internal Revenue Service. (laughs) After all, you must swear to the value of your income in dollars, testifying that your evaluation is true, correct, and complete under penalty of perjury, although having taken no oath, you couldn't have committed that crime. Surely, therefore, the IRS would know what the dollar is. You would think. Uh, You would think. How else would it determine the accuracy of your return? The reply from the IRS was remarkably straightforward. The term dollar is not defined in the Internal Revenue Code. Hmm. I wrote back requesting a definition from any portion of the united states code and i'm still waiting a reply about the same time i wrote to the president of my bank and asked him what a dollar was he said he sent me a very nice rambling letter in which he concluded that he really couldn't tell me but if i found out i should like like to know (laughs) (laughs) that's very funny all right more
0: on the way eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one adventures in dollar land apparently (laughs) how many federal bureaucrats actually have any concept of what one of these things is. Does anybody know what one what is? Uh, I don't think many people do. More on the way. And you will tell us what it really is, right? Yes. Okay, more coming up. It's Free Talk Live. You take control. Our archives, website, and podcast will continue to stay free, but if you think other people deserve to hear this show, consider becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier for just $3 a month at amp.freetalklive.com. Help free some minds. Visit amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. It's your show, and you can bring up anything toll-free at 800-259-9231. It's CAI toll-free line. It's Ian here with you. And Wayne. And Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. The wiki's there, over 1,400 pages for you. Listener, editable version of our website, wiki.freetalklive.com. Get you there, wiki.freetalklive.com.
1: Now you can save time and money on common legal matters created by top attorneys. LegalZoom.com helps you create reliable legal documents like your will, Or a living trust in minutes. LegalZoom.com. Use code FTL to save 10%. That's LegalZoom.com. As we uh,
0: continue here with Wayne's story about the dollar, uh, I don't know, who who was writing this again? Somebody from some financial
2: website? Yeah, it was gold-eagle.com, the article appeared, and Dr. Paul Hine. He's been talking
0: about how for years, he's been, ever since the 1970s, he's been asking various different federal agencies that you would think would know what a dollar was, like the IRS and the Department of Treasury or the U.S. Treasury, you know, these people that handle a lot of money, uh you'd expect they would know what the definition of a dollar is. And you might think that you know what the definition of a dollar is. You reach into your wallet and pull out a green back and you, this is a dollar. It's a piece of paper about six inches long by you know, so Two high? And a half, and, five. Uh this is a dollar. But you're wrong. Because that's not what a dollar is, and many of these federal agencies, don't. some some of them don't even bother to try to claim that's what it is. The others, uh, they do, and they just try to sort of lead you in a circle. And he really hasn't gotten a straight answer yet,
2: so let's continue his story. That's right. So he says, uh, in the days of tangible money, or sound money, as opposed to credit, the dollar was easy to define. It was 412.5 grains of standard silver in coin form. The 412.5 grain figure was an average. The coin weighed 416 grains when minted when through wear and tear its weight fell below 409 grains, it was no longer a dollar but could be used in trade uh, for a value in proportion to its weight. And generally the banks would call them all out and and, uh, send them off to the mint to be recast Mm -hmm. and melted.
1: Now it's my understanding that
2: um, that was the
1: weight of the coin itself and it was uh, cast with some other metals and the silver in it is 371.25 grains. But now we're getting to the minutiae.
2: Of what, in fact, a dollar. <laughs> That's right. Regardless of how you want to measure that. Because, right. yes, they do They do use a, like a one-ounce silver coin, for example. has got probably a little bit of copper in it just just to make them wear better. They mm-hmm. they did that. And, and, and so on. So, moreover, uh, one could do so without making a fool of himself uh, by attempts to mislead, confuse, or deceive. So, it's a very simple system, obviously. And a bank official can't even define it because they've forgotten what it is, too. Banks used to hold silver dollars in their vaults. And for for reserves, but right. they Haven't for decades. Well, they, a right. dollar
1: was a unit of measurement of um, the silver, in fact. So they would hold the silver and issue you a certain you know number of dollars in a bank you know a bank draft. It was because their own it's, bills
0: because it's easier to have paper in your wallet instead of a pocket full of
1: gold. Unfortunately, or our constitution's written that uh, everybody has to represent a dollar as um you know a, a gold and silver except the government except the federal
2: government. That's right, hmm. and they wouldn't have to piously reiterate "thank you for your inquiry" every time this man gave a long-winded response that had nothing to do with with the inquiry. Now, uh, there's I think there's some problems with the government, you know, with metal-backed government currency. Uh,
1: the government isn't quick enough. They're you know they're slow. Yeah. They they measure um, you know a dollar as 300 and something grains of silver. Well, you know, silver becomes less and more valuable on the market, um, so therefore the dollar adjusts and fluctuates. And and I think that. We're probably better off instead of having the government tell us what a dollar is, um, just to go ahead and get the government out of the business of supplying money. Period. Right. Let the money people decide. And you know, there's all kinds of artificial currencies out there. Um, I know ITEX is one of those trade organizations that you know you can be you know have a business in Maryland, do business and do business in trade dollars with somebody in Oregon how about store uh, store bonus points that sort of thing when mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. spend
0: a coupons. certain amount of money coupons work too these are all private uh, private currencies essentially where if you're buying x amount of things at this store they give you you know store bucks and you know mm-hmm. if you get enough store bucks you can get free food or free items and that's a currency that only spends at that one store it would be that expanded out uh, across the whole country and, um, and perhaps even the uh, the world with different competing sure would. competing sure. currencies competing to be the the most user friendly uh the most valuable and uh, and th- that sort of thing
2: Well Mises used to say that the, the the value of money is really determined in the marketplace and when you have some uh ivory tower is determining what the value is of it, it can get sticky. And money is basically one of the basics of society. And is it extreme to suggest that without sound money, there there cannot be a sound society? Uh, and if the monetary, the money is inherently dishonest, what does that say of the people who issue it or even the people who accept it? Well, the people who accept it are ignorant. They don't know better. But sure. the people who issue it Absolutely know what they're doing.
0: Exactly. And they just—they need to be stopped. And Ron Paul, once again, is yeah. the only
2: candidate of all of the Democrats and Republicans that is actually talking about this one issue. Honest money. And it's, it's so important. And I've heard people say that honest money is actually just as important as the Constitution and the Bill of Rights, because without that, you cannot have a stable, prosperous society. And I actually like his plan, because in his plan, the government doesn't decree that, that you know, uh, that mountain of silver is a dollar. Is, mm-hmm. is they, this Ron Paul's plan, you mean? Yeah, his plan is more of a 21st century plan, he calls it, where he's, he doesn't want to go back to the gold standard of the, of the uh, 19th century. He wants to go forward with a new standard that's more more of a free market system than the old one was. Which should, good to Which should work better, because it would be by weight, so that if a mint issued a, a, a one-ounce um, coin in China... That, that's just as good over here. It doesn't have to be minted by the U.S. Mint. Yeah, either. of course it is. I mean, obviously, uh, a one-ounce coin
1: in silver, I don't care which bureaucrat's face you put on it, <laughs> exactly. it's still one ounce. It doesn't matter whether it's got a maple leaf on the back of it or whether it's got a hammer and a sickle
0: these issues are so important. It's so critical to be talking about this, especially e- even though we're not a money show. You know, this isn't financial... But everybody sense.
1: works for money, and we're yeah, all absolutely. working for this, um, you know, this monetary this, unit. This is that, just as important as talking about food
0: and shelter and, I mean, money is critical in our lives. Right, and, Honest and money what people especially.
1: don't understand is, you know, it's a little it's a little weird to be talking about metal-backed currency, but think, think for a second about um, what it is that they're issuing you. They're issuing you this piece of Paper that's really a representation of their of the United States government's debt to the Federal Reserve. Mm-hmm. Um, you know the Federal Reserve prints the United States government requests so how many they want and, and that kind of thing, and they can the United States government just goes in and requests however many they want. When they request it, they're they're getting it at the current value of a dollar that one that piece of paper. And when they spend it, they dilute the pool of dollars, therefore making all of them worth a little less. Correct. So. Every time they do it, it's a hidden tax on you. It, they're taking your money. They're taking it right out of your bank account.
2: And wages never rise as fast as the debasement of the currency, so people don't even. So our realize standard it. of
0: living keeps going down so,
2: little by yeah, little. Every like year, it's like running on a treadmill and have somebody secretly just turning the the, the speed up just very slowly on mm-hmm. you, slowly until before you know it, you're running full speed and almost out of breath. And there's only so much longer. This and can then you can get go. shot off the back of the treadmill at some point.
0: And you know it's starting. We're starting to pay the piper already. Look at the situation with the Canadian dollar. It's now worth more. Or at least it was a few days ago. I'm not keeping up on this, but it, it was. It's
2: now worth more. It was worth more than the U.S. dollar for the first time in the last 30 years. That's right. And, and the Canadian government doesn't have the kind of debt that the U.S. has. They have the rich and natural resources. Right. It, it's a really a good currency, and it's been undervalued for a long time. I think.
0: And the U.S. government continues to throw more money down this rat hole called Iraq and Afghanistan, and it's not gonna it's not gonna end anytime soon. Your your standard of living will continue to deteriorate as long as this government continues doing what it's doing.
1: Right. Because uh, we they're currently spending into a deficit uh, the government is they don't have the money to pay it so what they do you're not going to get a missile from uh, boeing or whoever makes missiles i don't know um eaten. you're not going to get a missile from them without paying for it you don't get it on debt that could be paid in sometime in the, the long future mm-hmm. they want their money now so how does the government pay for it
2: yeah and well you know- the other, the other they created problem, a thin air. Yeah, the other problem is even if you have a thirty-year fixed mortgage and your payment, your mortgage payment is fairly comfortable, the bureaucrats in your town are losing their purchasing power too, and they're going to keep jacking up your property taxes. Then they've got the education lobby wanting more money for schools, and and this is going to squeeze a lot of people out of living where they do, and that's why a lot of people leave their town. Well, where we they came from,
0: it, there's mass exodus from Sarasota, Florida. There's a lot of old people there that they have a certain retirement, a very fixed right? retirement income, and the property taxes continue. To go up, it gets to the point where there's a certain line that gets crossed where they just say they move. I can't I'm moving to Port Charlotte. Anymore. Goodbye. Selling my house. We're getting out of here. Yeah, exactly. and it's happening all over the place. It's being and it's squeezed. Often. So, one eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one allows you to take control of the airwaves. It's such an important issue, and it's not really that hard to get a hold of. It's not that hard to grasp but once you can, you know, put it into understandable terms. And I think that we do that pretty effectively here on Free Talk Live because I'm no monetary genius or anything, and and I I get it. So, it is so important to talk about. Talk about it with your friends and family, too. Let yeah. them know. And the Liberty dollar is a great way to help open people's eyes to all this. And you can learn more about that at dollar.freetalklive.com. You can take control. This is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live, and it's your show. You can bring up whatever's on your mind toll free at 800-259-9231. The Sankel CAI toll free line. It's Ian here with you. And Wayne. And Mark. And you can join us online at FreeTalkLive.com. On the site, you'll find lots of features. We give them all away. Now, if you like the show, you want to help support Free Talk Live, then go shopping with us at Amazon.FreeTalkLive.com. When you enter Free Talk, or when you enter Amazon through that site, or through that link, Free Talk Live will get a percentage of your purchase. So start your shopping experience. Every time at Amazon.freetalklive.com, and we get a cut. Simple. 1-800-259-9231. Let's go to the phones. To the phone. Sean in Montana, listening on KGEZ. Hello, Sean. Sean, Montana, going once. Sean in Montana. Hello. Hello.
9: Yes. Can you hear me?
0: We've got you, Sean. What's on your mind?
9: Excellent. Okay, well, I have uh, just read a book called The Creature from Jekyll Island. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Highly recommended. It's about the Federal Reserve. Uh, it reads like a detective novel. It's very interesting. Yeah, it's about the uh,
0: creation, uh, the plotting behind the Federal Reserve, as I understand it. I've read a summary of the book, but I haven't actually read the entire thing. Wayne, have you uh, read the entire?
2: Years ago, it's excellent. I, I I'll,
9: did, tell, yeah. I'll tell you something that I want to make a comment on, though. What really jumped off of the out of the book at me was um, I come from a mining city, uh, Butte, Montana, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and um, you know, um, the in the book it said. That the the reason that gold is such a good mo- monetary, uh, well, a, a good uh, source, or well, a good
1: store of wealth
9: for money. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Is that it, it takes an incredible amount of labor to take an, to get an ounce of gold out of the ground.
2: Mm-hmm. That's right. And
9: so it's a perfect, it's a wonderful measure of labor. And when they disconnect it from labor, what do you get? You get, you know. Fiat, thirty-year mortgages, and you get uh, uh, credit cards with you know thirty-nine percent interest.
0: Mm-hmm. Sure, it's valuable you know, and because it's scarce. People are making
9: money without any labor anymore.
0: That's right. right. It, gold is valuable because it's scarce. There's not a lot of it out there, and in order to get more of it, like you're saying, you have to do put some effort in and actually remove it from the rocks of the earth. Yeah. So, uh, exactly. so that's why it has intrinsic value, because it, yeah. because it's useful. It's uh, You can use it in all sorts of uh, products and services. And it's pretty.
2: It's indestructible right. virtually. Yeah. It's hard to destruct it. It also, uh, when you take like a diamond, for example, let's say you have a three-carat diamond. If you split that diamond in half, that three-carat diamond's not worth anything anymore. But if you take an ounce of gold and split it in half, it's in half an ounce of gold. It's worth half of an ounce. Gotcha. So, exactly. so it's divisible, which is also another really positive a- attribute of it. And there's a whole host of other ones I'm not going to cite right now.
0: Now, now we're not necessarily saying gold is the best. It's just what's worked in the past, and it
1: will continue to work. It's a likely, um, you know, if we were to get the government out of currency, out of the business of, of, well, taking our money, um, Mm. you know, invisibly, you know, with uh, these currency units that they call uh, Federal Reserve notes, if we were to get them out of that business, it's likely that people will want gold.
0: For all we know, moon rocks could become the next... uh,
1: the next store. Yeah, there's all kinds of commodities yeah, out see, there. Yeah, be
9: hard to get those.
1: Well, platinum, could I say one can,
9: more thing? Sure. Yeah. No. I think that everybody should go to Amazon.com and order order the book Je- "The Creature from Jekyll Island" because it sure turned me around about 180 degrees on yeah. on what a rip-off the Federal Reserve is.
0: Very good. But if you're going to go to Amazon, you always start at amazon.freetalklive.com. Thanks for the call. Sean. That, we appreciate That's what I wanted to say.
9: <laughs> Thank all you, right. dude.
0: We appreciate it. 800-259-9231. The... We
1: should just have our listeners do our commercials for us. The, they do a good job, generally. Uh,
0: the, by the way, the uh, the Liberty Dollar comes with, if you sign up as a Liberty Dollar associate, they send you a book mm-hmm. all about money and the history of money and, you know, how we got to the point... Like 700 pages. This is
1: not some little bitty book.
0: Where How we we got to the point where we are today, and it's very detailed, very historical, very interesting, and it also has a short summary of the creature from Mm -hmm. Jekyll Island in it as well, because uh, Bernard von Nothaus, the guy behind the Liberty Dollar, was actually encouraged by the author of the creature from Jekyll mm-hmm. Island, to, to create the Liberty Dollar. Yeah. So um, he actually pro- the Liberty Dollar probably wouldn't exist if uh, he hadn't uh, been working so closely hand-in-hand with the guy that wrote that other book.
2: Did you see the interview? I believe it was last week. I think it was John Stewart interviewed Greenspan. I've heard m- a lot about it, but I, no, I did not see it. Okay, there was really one, a few interesting things that Greenspan said. But well, One in particular, he said, well, people back in the 30s decided uh, that um, it was going to hurt the economy you know, to stay on a gold standard. Well, whose economy are they talking about, you know, when you think about this? Because the gold standard was working back then, but the problem was you had a few special interests, namely bankers, who wanted to monopolize the the money system for themselves and, Mm -hmm. and be able to suck off a lot more wealth than they were earlier. And at that time, too, back then, people owned their houses outright in the early 1900s. And, and
1: they went and screwed with that. At, at that point, the gold standard had been screwed with anyway. Since 1913, with the creation of the Federal Reserve, yeah. they've been messing with it. And part of it was fractional reserve lending. They were allowing banks to create money out of thin air. Um, they'd take an ounce of gold in, and then they'd, instead of... Putting out an ounce of gold's worth of uh, bills, they lend out ten times. They
2: put ten times as much out. That's, what kind of right. sense does that make? And, you know, it's really funny too. Almost exactly a hundred years ago, there was the Panic of 1907, and that was many people say that was actually uh, J.P. Morgan and his and his his uh, thugs. That what they did is they orchestrated a panic in the banking system. Then they came riding to the rescue to bail it out. Which gave um, an excuse to think about a central bank in in the United States. So while people were upset and
0: distracted, they came riding in on the white horse and said, oh, we've got your solution. Trust us. Exactly. Oops. All right, Trust us with your money. And then the government came in and started confiscating people's gold. It wasn't that people decided, oh, well, let's help the economy by getting rid of our gold. The government ordered it. They mandated that
2: That's people... Right. Yeah, yeah it made it illegal gold. to own gold. And we, right. we had we had recessions. They used to call them depressions even before that, but they were usually not very long, and, and we would come out of them when we had a free market currency. That's correct. Uh, and we didn't have the Great Depression until 1933, when right. we were under these the are, Federal Reserve these system These are natural cycles. Um, the Great Depression was an unnatural
1: cycle created by the Federal Reserve, Yeah. Whereas uh, depression or recessions is what we call them now, recessions and uh, boom economy. These things are natural cycles, and you, you're never going to get rid of them entirely. That's right. But that's, gold is the market self corrects. Yeah. It self
2: corrects. That's what capitalism is, is all about. Is that if there's a business that, that's not efficient and they're not doing well, they shouldn't be propped up artificially. They should go out of business, and someone should take their but place. But
1: one thing about um, the depressions in the past is economies were much more localized at that point. When you had a big company go out of business in your um, local economy, that that affected. Everyone. I mean, likely somebody was employed and, you know, one out of every two people were employed in a town at a particular business. So when that business had some problems, that town had some problems. So what
0: you're saying is that today, if we have a free market.
1: Yeah, when I can go on the Internet and I can buy something from Amazon.freetalklive.com and it comes, you know, from around the world. I, you know, I have my, um, I, I do business with... A company and like my home mortgages at Washington Mutual. They're way off in Washington. Yeah. Sacled works um, for me doing collections. I, you know I have a, a worker over here in in Arizona. We're much much more spread out, and
0: so it wouldn't be as damaging or uh, devastating if something.
2: Right, like growth that were would to be steadier. Yeah, we're actually more in, in better position now to have a free market uh, metal based currency than we ever have because of the way information travels and also the way people can work and do business all around the world in in, in a, a second, a matter of seconds. One eight hundred two. 9231
0: to the phones, to the fun. Eddie in Ohio. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Eddie.
2: Wow, well,
11: I'm surprised you got me on. It took so long. What's on your mind, Sorry. Eddie? Sorry. Hey, man, that guy had a five-page uh, seminar there he was reading. It was interesting. It was interesting. A lot. Well, hey, I'm the guy that called in last night. You probably know. And... uh the, the, when I used the phrase "new world order," right away, you guys said I was a quack. Well, you didn't say quack, but you say now he sees black helicopters, yada yada yada. Well,
1: you you actually said that we were puppets for the new world order. <laughs> well, yeah, I did say that and, too. And, awful, and that's, yes. of course, you're going to well, get. That was actually made of
11: fun of me, point. so I had to say something in return. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, what I want to do, real quick, change the subject a little bit. It's only going to be quick. I want to read two quotes. well, I'm calling them quotes from two different people, and it's up to you whether you want to say. That person said that, or you want me to just tell you who said it, but...
1: So it's a game?
11: It, well, it's a little bit of a game, but I okay. find it interesting. Okay, this is what this first person said. He said, whoops, I wasn't even supposed to say it, was a he.
12: <laughs> the
11: world can therefore seize on the opportunity of this Persian Gulf crisis to fulfill the long-held promise of the new world order. I where believe diverse that that nations, is... Let me finish. Okay, Where diverse ahead. nations are drawn together and a common cause to achieve the universal aspirations of mankind. Who said that? George...
1: Uh, Herbert Walker Bush.
11: Very good. See, I guess he sees black helicopters also.
1: No, no, wait, wait. He can use the terminology New World Order. It comes from a Latin phrase that means, well, essentially New World Order. And um, (laughs) Remember that all these people, but just because there is the words New World Order out there doesn't mean that there's a dark cabal of Jewish bankers that um, wish to rule the world. I think there probably is a cabal of bankers that wish to rule the world. I just don't think we know their names. I don't think it's necessarily the bill or the um, Rothschilds. I also don't think there's just one. I think there's probably several, and they all want to rule the world, and they're competing for it, and that the makes it difficult you. for them.
11: Oh, I can agree with you on that one. Well, here's the next one. This person was asked, um, He was. this person was asked, this man asked this person, give us your opinion on the New World Order's agenda for a one world government. This person's response was, well, the first President Bush said the new world order was in tune. And that's what they are working for. The U.N. is part of that government. They're working right now very significantly towards the North American Union. That's why there's a lot of people in Washington right now who don't care too much Ron about Paul. our borders. Ron Paul. They have the philosophical belief that Telling a national sovereignty... Tell me if I'm right cyber-
0: or wrong, Eddie. You're coming to break? Too late Line. We're launching into hour number three. You can take control of the airwaves via the toll-free number at 800-259-9231. single CAI toll-free line. It is Ian here with you. And Wayne. And Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site are totally free, so enjoy those on us. That again, freetalklive.com. Uh, as we bring Eddie back on the line uh, from Ohio. Now, Eddie, you were playing a little game with us earlier. Yes. You had a, uh, a couple of quotes. Yeah, I have two sentences left. You had a couple of quotes you were reading, and yes. uh, you wanted us to identify... Identify the source of the yeah. quote. So, I say, I'm going to
11: read the last two sentences, though, of this last quote. They have a philosophical belief that national sovereignty is not important. It's also the reason I'm very strong. I have,
0: why don't, I have don't you start the quote over? We've got US new people coming in here. UN Eddie, Eddie, start the quote over from the beginning. Okay? Oh, from the beginning?
11: Okay. Yeah. The first President Bush said the New World Order was in tune, and that's what they were looking for. The UN is part of that government. They're working right now very significantly towards a North American Union. That's why there's a lot of people in Washington right now who don't care too much about our borders. They have a philosophical belief that national sovereignty is not important. It's also the reason I've made a very strong suggestion that the U.S. not need to be in the U.N. for national security reasons. And yes, I turned my radio on, and you were right. It's Ron Paul, a man that you have high respect for, but... He's kind of saying the same thing I say, and you tell me I see black helicopters.
1: Oh, the reason that you got black helicopters, as we said, was because we were puppets.
11: Well, you know, can't I say something when you say something to me? Isn't it like, I know two wrongs don't make a right, but it makes me feel better.
0: Yeah, you could do that. Next time, don't complain about how long you had to wait. Thanks for the call. 800-259. I I almost got rid of him as soon as he complained about it. You know what? (laughs) You know, you just, on any other it's show. It's too much
1: power. See how power corrupts and you, you have the power to uh, cut somebody off and it's corrupted you. I mean, you've even got a like a weird little uh, sinister goatee going.
0: Well, you know, the fact the fact is on any other talk show, um, Eddie never would have even made it on the air. The no, absolutely not. No,
1: nothing about the New World Order is going to make it on any other talk show. Right.
0: And so, you know, and, and on any other talk show, it's going to take you an hour to get through. You know I mean? The, just period. Just to even man. get on the line, and then you have to hold, and then you know it's a it's a crapshoot as to whether you're you're actually going to have your call taken. So to get on the air and complain, oh, I had wait too long. Don't give me that crap.
2: Um. So now Wayne, you were going to say something about this whole yeah, new world order thing. I was going to say that. I think that there are people, uh, very powerful people, who have an agenda. I I think we can't deny that. I think when you start to. Uh, you, you can go too far over the edge with this stuff, but yeah, there are people out there who have agendas, and you have to know what they are. and And some of those agendas are anti freedom agendas because there are people who absolutely no
1: doubt. power yeah. um, in the hands of a politician is anti freedom. Every time. Any time a politician has the ability to do something, they vote on it, and they manage to pass their little law, and and then you don't have freedom in that area. That's what government is. But I like what Mark said last hour, and
0: that is that he thinks that there's a bunch of different groups of power mongers out there that are competing with each other to see who can indeed control the most, uh, as many countries as they possibly can, and control as many people as they can. And the New World Order conspiracy that we hear so much about... It's sort of just this one-size-fits-all conspiracy that, well, there's this one group out there, and they're in control. They control the world. They control everything. They're pitting the Democrats against the Republicans. It's false flag terror, and, you know, you fill in the blanks. They believe, these conspiracy theorists believe that there's just this one group of elites that is planning on controlling the entire world. Look, if that was really true, and the New World Order was as sinister as they make it out to be, because if you watch the conspiracy videos, and I have— I've watched them. I find them very entertaining. And, you know, there's a little bit of interesting information in there. But, you know, you've got to be very careful when you're watching these things, because it's not all truth. It's a lot of supposition and speculation and mixed in with a little uh, with a few facts. Anyway, you've got these conspiracy theorists out there that believe that these New World Order people can pull any strings they want to and make anything happen. Like, you know, they're the pust- puppet masters of the world. Uh, and it just... That doesn't stand up to evidence. It doesn't stand up to real-life evidence. Yes, there are people that want to control others. They're, they're doing it right now. Okay? And sure. yes, there are people that want to create bigger and bigger governments, world governments, the UN, the North American Union. There are definitely people that are out there like that. But I don't think they're as sinister necessarily as some of them make, it, uh, make them out to be. Like If they were that sinister and that awful, again, why haven't they eliminated the people that are exposing them? Why haven't they eliminated Ron Paul, who's obviously a threat to the status quo? Ron Paul, probably the biggest threat to the status quo in America today. And Why don't they pay us off so we'll shut up? Absolutely. That would be an easier way. Where
1: is my check? They could I pay know. us
0: off, or they could make us disappear if we didn't want to take the check. I mean, right. th- again, if indeed they are as powerful and as influential, it would only cost them a few
1: hundred bucks to send a hitman out. <laughs> uh, a few hundred? You can't get somebody killed uh, for a few hundred.
0: Go downtown to some you know, crappy area of town, find some seething <laughs> crackhead, and you
1: tell me you can't get that crackhead to go nah, kill somebody Mr. Bilderberger, you don't have to send a hitman after me. Just write me a check.
2: Right. On a regular basis. No, they're going to use people that are already on salary, Mark. They don't have to pay anything. So, but, but do you see where I'm coming from but I'll on keep this? my mouth
1: shut. I'll be quiet.
0: I, <laughs> all I want is a little hush money. That's all. <laughs> there have been radio shows that are all about the conspiracy theories. There are these radio shows that it seems like nothing mm-hmm. else they talk about is conspiracy this, conspiracy that. If, indeed, they're onto to something, and they certainly think they are, their listeners think they are, then... Why haven't they been eliminated?
2: Why not? You know, Ian, it doesn't really matter who is involved in what conspiracy. The point is, is there are people out there who are anti-freedom. You assume they're people. well, yes, exactly. <laughs> but but uh, we're pro-freedom. So we, we, we're the pro-freedom voice, and we have to show people that the pro-freedom way is the way to go. Right. And it, it's a competition. It's a marketplace of ideas because there are people who have been sold on the fact that the government should take care of you, and they should protect you, and they should do everything for you, cradle to grave. And, and, and many of us are starting to reject that idea. The other
0: problem with the New World Order conspiracy crowd, is that since they believe what they've been told so they take it to heart you know they really they believe it with their all this is what they're all about everything in their in their life is about you know spreading the word about the new world order and this is what they do they call radio shows every single night they talk about this the problem with a lot of them is that they believe it so thoroughly that they don't believe anything can be done about it they want to spread the word or whatever, but they, they really, in their heart of hearts, don't think that anything's going to change. Because they really believe that these are the most powerful men in the world and that
1: you know, they can't be stopped. Well, there's a, there's and a, it's a very defeatist it's, mentality. It's difficult to, uh, to really pin down what they believe because each one of them believes something different. Some of them believe that Obviously a- I'm talking aliens generally here. have infiltrated uh, you know, our uh, central banks and they're the ones that are controlling us. You know, th- you there's know, the Freemasons
2: have been uh, controlling the world for the last thousand years. All kinds of stuff. You know, if you th- that probably has some validity because we talked about money earlier. But if you follow the money and you see who controls and creates the money, those people do have a lot of power centered around them. But personally, I don't care if an inbred lizard is my neighbor. You know, as long as he's pro freedom, I don't care. Oh,
0: there's no doubt about that. Um, and so, you know, these people, they, they're def- it's a defeatist mentality where. Yeah. They believe that it's inevitable. They believe these elites are going to destroy 80% of the world's population. It's just a matter of when, right? And so they're preparing for that. They go and they get the canned food and they put it down, you know, down in the basement. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with being prepared. I mean, that's that's fine. I actually, I kind of, I kind of like that idea. I, you know, you never know when a disaster is going to strike, whether it be man-made right. or right. real. You know,
1: if the whole street floods out, you're going to be damn popular if you've got a basement full of canned food. That's but, right. Uh, but uh, again, that's what they spend their time
0: doing because they don't think that there's anything else they can really do to stop these evil elites with their master plan. And when you, prov- when you propose to them an idea, like the Free State Project, where liberty oriented people, like us, have all moved to New Hampshire and are still moving to New Hampshire and will be moving to New Hampshire in order to gather together in the same place to make a stand for liberty again, because it happened several hundred years ago in this country, and we're going to do it again, the conspiracy theorist will say, whoa, 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 whoa can't do that they're just going to drop a nuke on (laughs) you you know so they completely just nix any sort of ideas that could actually do something to bring liberty back in our lifetime oh oh, look i'll be in my bunker okay you guys have
2: fun with your free state project (laughs) call me when you're successful they're so afraid to die you know right we're we are free people free people live courageously we're 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 only going to be here x number of years anyway so take a stand and talk about what you believe in. And I suspect that most Americans, when given all the facts, would would probably side with us. I think you're right about that. And I like, how you, I like how you're saying, you know, seize the day. Because you don't know,
0: unless you're actually in your bunker, there's a good chance that you could get hit by a bus tomorrow. And there's always a chance that the cops could come and, you know, plant some marijuana in your car, ruin your life. Why not live the way that you want to live? Why not do what you feel is right? And focus on what you're for, because that's what makes you stronger. One eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. That's great advice. Uh, don't focus on the negatives. Don't focus on the, the the you know this conspiracy theory that they rule the world and there's nothing you can do that's going to change it. You absolutely can change it. More on the way. This is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves. The toll-free number is one 800 259 CAI toll-free line. It's Ian here with you. And Wayne. And Mark. 800 259 You can join us online at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site for free, so enjoy those on us, including updates. Get signed up for the updates. We'll keep you in the loop whenever there's something new and fresh to announce about the show. An update went out today, in fact. If you go to updates.freetalklive.com, you can get on the list. That's updates. Dot free talk dot com. And if you or perhaps someone you know needs a primer on some of the subjects we talk about here on Free Talk Live, then you should check out the Liberty Radio Underground. It's an elementary introduction to libertarianism, and each show concisely handles a single topic in less than 10 minutes. It's great for someone new to Liberty. Go to LibertyRadioUnderground.com today and grab an episode. LibertyRadioUnderground.com. As we go to the phones, to Doug in Montana, listening on KGEZ. Hello, Doug.
13: Hey, how you guys doing?
0: Hey, hey Doug. great. What's on your mind, Doug?
13: Um, I just heard. Uh, I just turned on. You talking about the conspiracy theories and all that? Sure, sure. Um, I just, I have an opinion on that. Um, you kind of, you generalize. You know, those people. Mm-hmm. But uh, overall, the it's a freedom movement. You know, you guys are in the freedom movement. A lot of you know Alex Jones and them. They're in the freedom, the patriot movement.
0: And I so, don't know if I would be so. Um... I don't know, liberal with the word freedom is to call those people part of the freedom of uh, freedom movement. I think some of them are, the and right some, of way. Them, some of them aren't. I think that what they what they want freedom is, from is... Is the, Rosie
1: O'Donnell um, part of the freedom movement?
0: I have no idea.
1: I don't think so. Why do you ask no. that, Mark? I mean, Because she's part of, you know, she believed that, you know, she went on The View and said that 9-11 was an inside job and all that other stuff. And I think that, I, I think that... Wait, you know, hold on a
13: second. You can't discredit... For one thing, theory is, is the wrong word because there's a lot of evidence. You should call it a conspiracy plausibility. And you can discredit things before you research them yourself. That's oh, right.
1: come on. You there's so much to research. Should I re- research the lizard man thing, too?
13: <laughs> oh,
2: I love that one. The lizard man. <laughs> well, I
13: mean, it doesn't agree with, with our perception of reality, but it just certainly because doesn't. you haven't done the research doesn't mean it's not true. I
0: mean, look. We've all it's got the jobs. Universe. Unlike the conspiracy theorists, that mm-hmm. apparently can just sit around and research for 500 hours at a time, we've all got things to do uh, in our lives, and this is a non-issue to me. All of right. these
1: theories the, are non The research isn't going to result in anything. Um, that's the point. Is it's it's all working around freedom rather than going towards freedom. I can make points very succinctly about why. Wait,
13: hold on. Though. Why why put down people that are trying just? Just out trying to I was
1: putting them down but we were saying we were just making points that I just don't think these people know exactly what they're talking about. I don't think that there's a um you know one cabal headed by John F Bilderberger or whatever his name is and if there is a cabal you just don't they don't know their names that's all we're saying right and all what I was saying we're before, shooting the theory not the people
0: Right. we're going all over the map at this point but what I was saying before is that uh, the the conspiracy crowd as far as freedom is concerned. The, the, most of them, they want freedom from the current administration. You know, they want freedom from the new world order, but they don't want okay. liberty and freedom. That's not what they're advocating. For instance, a lot of the conspiracy crowd, you'll hear them say, "Yeah, there's these. Uh, there's the, not the, the, the 9/11 was an inside job, and they're leaving the borders wide open." And da 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 da. And well, if they're talking about how they're angry because the government's leaving the borders wide open, the corollary of that is that. They want the government to lock
2: down the borders. Well, no. Sometimes the they're saying it I because mean, it, they're showing it, what, a contradiction some of the there. You
13: say it falls right into the divide and rule. I mean, you're, you you know, you're getting specific on details because somebody does different research than you. And really, I mean, it's all one movement that's
4: happening right now.
0: And no, we got together. No, not, it's not, not one movement. It's not. There, the there's the 911 conspiracy group, and they're out there pushing that one issue all day and all night, talk radio, in public, with their protests and everything. They're not about liberty and principle. If they were about liberty and principle, that's what they'd be focusing on. What they want is justice for 9-11. They want to bring them up on charges and everything like that. Like it's going to happen. I'm sure there are some people... I'm on
13: both sides of the fence, because I I, I think 9-11 is an inside job, and I also like the fact that you guys don't focus on it. Because there's so much stuff on the surface that people need to know about, that there's absolutely no speculation. And you're right, about, you're right, right about
1: that, and I appreciate that. Absolutely, and you know when we and we often get inundated with the calls. We not recently, huh? but in the past, we have been inundated with the calls about nine eleven truth and, and that kind of thing. Yeah. and I just I don't think they go anywhere.
0: And the research I mean, I is guess, a distraction the research all the time these say, people
1: spend uh doug
0: all the time these conspiracy people spend researching is a huge distraction from time that they could spend going out and actually doing something for liberty or uh enriching their mind on a, a principled basis instead of just you know just uncovering minutia about you know why the f- towers fell the way they did and the, the you know the how long how, they took to about, fell and how the about thermite.
13: Not throwing how about not throwing them into a these people generalization because I mean. That's no different than the people that
0: you're right. You know, say, it's not fair. Say, hold,
13: on, the, the, hold on, hold on. let say uh, you know these people when they talk about Mexicans coming over. There's there's a, a million different reasons why they're here. Fair,
0: fair enough. When I'm talking about these people, I'm talking about the general, uh, the, the general sort of impression that I get from the average conspiracy theorist caller or person that I've seen out at a protest or something like that. There oh, are definitely no difference differences somebody, between. There are definitely, Doug, the
13: border, Doug, and they get their general idea. There from are one, definitely differences
0: between the people that believe in conspiracy theories. There's no doubt about that. Some of them believe it was the aliens that did it. Some of them believe, uh, you know, it was just the government. It was an inside job. And some of them are a bunch of do-nothings that sit around and complain. And there are still a few of them that get out and actually do a thing or two. So if I if I yeah. made it sound like they're all the same. I apologize for that, but I okay, do believe I that, that they are wasting their I... time. That is one thing that I believe is is true. That they're all just wasting their time and they're peddling on a you know a path to nowhere with all of their efforts. And I think it's I think it's kind of sad personally. Doug, any other thoughts?
9: Yeah. Well,
13: um, I don't know. I just uh, it, have you guys even seen a 9/11 video? I'm not I've seen them, the I've issue, seen
0: but... every single Alex Jones video released in this decade. Okay? I, I watched uh, Loose Change.
13: Doesn't do nothing for you, huh?
0: I, I was entertained. I mean, I'm just
13: curious. You're entertained.
0: Yeah, Alex but, I mean, is Alex Jones a very entertaining you guys, man?
13: You guys are against the war on quote unquote terror, and you know how that's all a scam. So I mean, I understand that you guys don't talk about 911, but you got to see it is it is a turning point. How often do you talk to sure, people and they point. say, post 9-11 this, Absolutely. post 9-11 Absolutely, We acknowledge, you know I mean? Absolutely acknowledge we that 9-11 is a turning point.
0: The government got far more intrusive and more oppressive far faster than it ever has after 9-11, no doubt about well, it.
13: They're they, they pretty much like George Bush's quote, "The you know, the the Constitution is just a G.D. piece of paper. You know, I mean, that's an actual quote. I mean,
0: it's, sure it is. Well it's a it was a stuff. quote from the raw story which uh is a questionable source but nonetheless it's a believable it's a believable quote uh based well, it doesn't on
13: have to be questionable i I've seen him video speak i mean that guys is... we all know about uh, him. yeah based so. on
0: some of the other things he said it is a believable quote so that one that much is true and yes eleven guys... is a critical pivotal event in America's history but that doesn't mean that we need to know about thermite and we need to know about no, i gotta, how, I,
13: gotta how... I gotta i gotta seriously say I'm glad you guys don't focus on that because i i've I've got my opinion set, and I get sick of hearing about
0: it. So. It will it would drive me nuts. I can't – I mean, the yeah. callers, when they call in about all that minutiae, I just jump down their throats about the, their conspiracy theory and point out uh-huh. how they're wasting their flipping time because they are. Doug, thanks for the call, dude. We appreciate it. 800-259-9231. Look, if you want to sit down and watch a video and be entertained, that's one thing, but to pour over, you know – detail after detail fact after fact allegation after allegation about you know what happened when and where the planes really go and what happened to the people on board and you know there there's just so much and it's just so it's just such a waste of time can we just focus on what's happening now what the government is doing that's awful right now how it is that they're infringing on our liberties and our freedoms today And focus on what we can do to change that into the future? That's what we're doing on Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control. One of the bonuses you'll get as a Free Talk Live amplifier is access to our classic archives. For just $3 a month, you can become an amplifier and you'll help us get on more radio stations and MP3 players. Get the details at amp.freetalklive.com. That's amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live, and you can bring up whatever's on your mind. The toll-free number for you is 800-259-9231, Sickles cai toll-free line. It is Ian here with you. And Wayne. And Mark. 1-800-259-9231. Join us online at freetalklive.com, where all the features are totally free. Live streams are there. Broadband version of the show, dial-up version, both for free at freetalklive.com.
1: You know, Ian, when, um, yes, Mark? when you have a company and people owe you money, you have outstanding uh, receivables and accounts receivable and... Bills out tell there. You, my
0: renter owes me money right
1: now. I know how it feels. You know, when you don't have that money, you can't earn interest on it. You can't use it to uh, make more money in your business. Right. Money sitting out there is costing you money every day, every hour. It's out there. Every every. Um, you know, those people that owe you money are spending your money that you could be making. Mm-hmm. So. If you have accounts receivable problems, talk to SACL, CAI. Uh, they have a, their spa, their staff is respectful. They record every call, and they have the best equipment money can buy so that your business is handled as efficiently as possible. See their banner at freetalklive.com or call 800-544-6359 and do business with businesses that support Free Talk Live.
0: As we go to the phones and to the fun, our number is 1-800-259-9231. Phones are loaded up. Let's start with Neil in California. Neil, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello.
14: Gentlemen, hey, How's it going? Great. What's, what's up? Yeah, I just wanted to call about a comment that Mark made earlier about uh, business cycles being a uh, natural, a natural occurrence in the market, um, and I'm gonna have to say that I disagree with Mark on that one.
1: Okay, back it up. <clears throat>
14: yes, I uh, I can back it up with uh, with Ludwig von Mises' um, uh, uh, theory of uh, business cycles, uh, insofar as uh, business cycles are actually caused. Um, by the uh, central banks, uh, inflating the uh, uh, supply of credit and currency, um, lowering the interest rate artificially, and then people making malinvestments because uh, they uh, uh, they think that the... Uh, well, the market the signals
0: ex- are off. And yeah. Exactly. Yeah. My, well, now, well, that's not, true uh, when there's a central bank around, but how does that explain the United States prior to the central bank? Yeah.
14: Well, I mean, there were still regulations and stuff on the markets even then. I mean, look at uh, look at the 1860s uh, during the uh, Civil War when uh, Lincoln was printing up his currency uh, uh, to
2: to help fund the war, uh, the Civil
1: War. Right, but after the 1860s, when J- Andrew ja- was it Andrew Jackson got in there and then changed it back to mm-hmm. a uh, that was the to 1830s. A, what is that? That was the 1830s. Pardon yeah. me, yeah. Um, but you know they they've we've been on and off a fiat currency system in this country, and w- when we've been off of it, there's still been ebbs and flows. Right. I don't know. I mean, how would I know? There's never been a, uh, uh, you know, a money backed, uh, metal backed currency in my whole lifetime. But mm-hmm. it seems, it seems rather presumptuous to say that there would be nothing but slow growth.
14: Well, um, I, I mean, there are always going to be variables and stuff in the markets, and people are going to make mistakes, whatever. But I mean, a full blown business cycle uh, is is not going to occur. The booms and the busts, as we see today, uh, they are caused by the uh, by the Federal Reserve.
2: That's right. When you say business cycle, mostly when modern scholars talk about the business cycle, they're talking about it within the paradigm of a central banking system. Now, a central banking system with a fiat currency greatly exacerbates the business cycle. There still has been a business cycle in those areas that had a hard currency, but they usually correct themselves quicker because you don't have the malinvestment and the interest rates adjust quickly to market demand and reflect the true cost of borrowing money. There you go. Chris, uh, thank
0: you for the... Or, uh, Neil, thank you for the call. We appreciate it. Let's go to Jeremy in Montana, listening on KGEZ. Hello, Jeremy. Jeremy, Montana, going once. Jeremy? Yeah, I'm here. We got you. What's Can on you your hear me? Yes, sir. What's up?
9: Oh, well,
13: I was just thinking about, you know, the conspiracy stuff. I mean, I know to keep my eye out and stuff for what's going on around my town or county or where I live or whatever, you know, if I see nato trucks coming down the road that i
2: know (laughs) you call us first thing (laughs) that's what my ex-girlfriend with a uh, glass eye used to say i'll keep my eye out for you that's cute did you really have an ex-girlfriend with a glass eye or is that just a joke it's a joke
13: (laughs) and and alex jones you know what this fear you you know and uh i hate to live a life to where all i feared was cops coming
5: to beat me up and but
0: it's yeah, not I, like the that. cops could, could could kick in the studio door right now if they wanted to and raid Free Talk Live and haul us all off to jail. And there wouldn't be much we could do about it. We can't really afford to hire lawyers. I will lawyers. cry
1: like a girl and pee my pants. Yeah, I
2: I'd mean, kick they, like a little girl.
0: They <laughs> could do it, but for us to s- sit here and live in fear of that possibility is just completely uh, counterintuitive. Yeah, It's not well, going to do well, anything good for you.
15: I do want to say on the air, in
13: that uh, these are a good bunch of officers around this town and Flathead
9: County and stuff, and...
1: Uh-oh. I think that most officers are are good folks trying to do the job correctly. Right. That's the problem
0: right. is their job sucks and they need to uh change the laws so they don't have to do most of their job as far as, you know, arresting people for marijuana and pulling them over for stop sign violations. And right. That's, you know, garbage. What,
1: what I always think is interesting is uh you know, I, the example going on here in, in Keene could be used anywhere is because <clears throat> there's violent crime everywhere. Somebody was uh, stabbed in a park, a lady was stabbed in a park about four months ago. I wonder how many man hours were spent in the last week, in the last seven days, on investigating who stabbed that woman and trying to find the person who did it. Hasn't been caught. Versus how many man hours were spent on handing out tickets to people who were going, um, you know, speeding or uh, going through a, uh, a stop sign, that kind of thing. Which is more important?
0: Great point. Jeremy, thanks for the call, dude. We appreciate it. Let's talk to Sam in Texas on the Amplifier line. Hello, Sam. You're on Free Talk Live.
16: Hey, good evening, gentlemen. What's we'll hey, up, man? Uh, exactly what y'all are talking about. A lot of times uh, the police, because of the money involved in the ticket fines, and the drug war, they focus on that more than the uh, minor crimes.
12: Mm-hmm.
16: So I've got a couple examples, though, that have happened to me where the last two times I've dealt with the police where I actually wanted their services.
0: You wanted their services? What do you mean?
16: Well, I'll explain just from the story. Okay. So the, the first time, I got a knock on the door at 2 a.m., and uh, it's the police. Somebody had broken into uh, my car, and they needed me to come see what's been taken out of it. And it turns out they had actually broken into 11 cars up and down the street. Mm. Mm. Uh, and the first one, of my neighbors to the left, they had uh, cut, the guy cut himself on the window reaching into the car. Mm. And he opened the door and left it open and everything. So uh, the police called out the uh, crime scene to collect uh, the blood, and, you know, for DNA analysis and dust of the doors for fingerprints. And then they posted a guard overnight to watch uh, the cars that had been broken into.
0: Why? In case they came back yes. to steal something else?
16: Wait, you don't, you don't actually believe any of that, do you?
2: That they always return to the scene of the crime? Oh. <laughs> no, they, <laughs> I see. they
16: pretty much filled out some paperwork and left.
2: I see. You're I mean, <laughs> joking. I, I thought it was
1: a very unusual circumstance because it doesn't seem often, you know, they just don't want to do anything as far as investigating something that's been stolen. Um, sometimes they'll run across your stolen car oh, you're or whatever. you saying they did none of that? They, they did didn't none do of that? Any of the no, they didn't and,
16: do anything. They, they filled out their forms and then they took off. Gotcha. You know, and the second time, I was sitting in my study in the middle of the day. A car drives up, opens my mailbox, takes my mail out, closes it, and then the two men drive away. Mm. I'm like, did that just happen? And I, I'm going to go after these guys. So I couldn't find my cell phone. That was the first thing I looked for. I thought about taking the AK, but left it. Uh, I found my keys, grabbed a shovel on the uh, way out of the, out of the garage to the car, and caught up with them at the end of the block. Then I wrote down their license plate. And as we turned out onto a major intersection or a major road, I actually got in the left lane beside them, went past them, and then right as we got to the light, I cut across the lane, locked up the brakes, jumped out of the car, walked over to him, and uh, their windows were down, leaned back where I could see him, and said, did you take my mail? <laughs> and the driver was just panicked. I mean, he, he was stuttering. He didn't know what to do. He looked over at his friend and said, and his friend said, uh, man, we didn't take your mail. We put a flyer for a maid service in your mailbox. And I'm like, oh, good one, I didn't know what to say back to that. <laughs> the light changed, the, left, the right lane cleared up, and they were able to get away. So then I ran back, I called the police, said, here's what's happened, here's the description of the car, the license plate number, uh, and the direction they were heading. Mm-hmm. Eventually an officer came over, and I said, you know, did you find them? Oh, yeah, we found them. We know where the car is registered. I'm like, well, we're going to go do a lineup or something, because I could identify him. I was about eight inches from the guy's face. And uh, he didn't even want to fill out a report, okay? It it wasn't until I started asking all of these questions that he actually said, well, if you want, you can fill out a report. And I'm like, well, yeah, I want to do something here, because this is identity theft that these guys are trying to do. Right. Um, So eventually uh, I filled out the report. Later on, my mail was uh, found outside of the stream. I called the investigator back. She didn't want to do anything about that. They just—they just, they didn't care.
2: Was you it know? opened?
16: It was not open. They, I stared them so bad they threw it out the window.
0: Wow! And, but you had to fill out the report.
16: Yeah, <laughs> and nothing happened with it. You know, they didn't care.
0: Unbelievable, Sam. Thank you for the call. Actually, it's totally believable. That's the cops for you. They don't care about you. They just want their paycheck. Three Talk Live. Talk Live. Only moments remain. Maybe enough time for your call. 800 259 9231. The SACL CAI toll free line. It's Ian here with you. And Wayne. And Mark. You can join us online at freetalklive.com. The features on the site are for free. So enjoy those on us. And if you like the show and you want to help support free Talk Live, then. You can go and buy some stuff at our store. Go to store.freetalklive.com and place your order for all kinds of great Free Talk Live branded merchandise like T-shirts and hats and hoodies. and We've got DVD Classic Archive collector sets, the bottle lighter opener, a uh, lot of lighter bottle opener combo, mm-hmm. and more. It's all there. Store.freetalklive.com. Let's go to the phones and talk to Mac in Montana. Mac, you're on Free Talk Live listening on KGEZ. Hey, guys? Hey, Good. Mac. What's on your mind?
15: Well, I was just wondering uh, how you figure that uh, everything that's came down since September 11th can't be reversed um, since we know that the people that perpetrated are traitors. I mean, everybody huh? knows. I mean, not everybody. Maybe maybe the brain-dead sheeple around the country know that uh, 19 guys with box cutters brought down the World Trade Center. But that's just a lie. Now, Sorry, we all know, what's your point? Well, you, you know what? You've got to go back to the source because you can't fight the legislation that's came down since then. Look at your freedom of speech. Absolutely. Hold
1: on just a second. I can absolutely fight the legislation that's come down since as for instance when you're talking about the TSA, the proof is that they don't do anything. They miss 75% of the guns, knives and bombs that they test themselves on. I'm the not, fact is I'm the government I'm not
15: talking about the TSA. I'm not talking about the TSA. I'm talking about the uh, Illegal searches and illegal seizures, and uh, don't you ever open your mouth again if we if you find out that they searched your house. Why are you or saying
0: you can't fight that? Why is it? Why are you so defeatist on that?
15: What do you mean, well, What are you gonna do? Uh, how much money you got for lawyers?
0: Well, uh, well, first of all, Ron Paul, I think is a is an option to fight all that. Uh, have you heard I'm, of him? I'm,
15: I'm, I'm, no, I agree with you one hundred percent. Go Ron Paul. Go Ron Paul. Go Ron Paul. Yeah, he's a great. I mean, I think the oh. Free
0: State Project is an option where liberty lovers are moving from across the country all into New Hampshire to make a stand for liberty. I think that's an option to fight uh, this big government that we have. So there's two options right there off the top of my head.
15: Oh, I, I'm going to stick around right here in Montana because uh, uh, I, I like Montana better than that little spot you're in. Well, that's
0: fine. You do that. It's your life.
15: But I'm just saying that you have to look at the fact that 9/11 was an inside job, and they're using That's it not a to destroy fact. the
0: country. That's an allegation. That's not a fact.
15: Well, okay, uh, how many years have you been a welder or a firefighter?
0: Uh, zero.
15: Okay, I'm a welder. I'm a certified structural welder, so I've built still buildings like that, and I'm also a Firefighter 1 instructor. Okay?
0: Congratulations.
15: Now, there's two things you can't do. You can't melt four-foot, four-inch Steel beams with kerosene. You know, uh, but uh, (laughs) Popular (laughs) Mechanics
1: addressed this.
15: You know, I don't give a sh. Whoa. Uh, Very good. Okay, go on. Thank you. Mechanics is a, uh, how do you say, a yellow journalist. Organization owned right. by. I old. love Popular They're Mechanics. I conspiracy. Conspiracy. get it every month.
1: I just can't believe Mark, the Popular me- the NWO. I can't believe that Popular Mechanics is out there trying to uh, destroy America. Everything so I see. Who, who, who is on? Who is on that? Who is on the uh, editorial board? I have no idea. But what I'm telling you is that the, uh, within, the, within, within the, the last two years they've put out two different articles talking about how we've gone a little crazy with this police state stuff in America. It doesn't sound like the same magazine that would conspire against us all to tell us lies about 9-11. They're just doing that to throw you off, Mark.
0: Military Industrial Magazine. Okay, there you go. Thanks for the call. What What can you say to these people? Really, what can you say? See, when they bring up one of their uh, claims about, well, the steel and the structure and the welding and the, the thermite, you know, then you try to rebut them if you want to, but then they always have something else that they can, bah,
1: that's owned by the conspiracy, the, the, the black cloak they own. I mean, now, uh, hold on Mechanics. just a second. If I can't trust Popular Mechanics, which has a lot, uh, you know, it, it has a great pedigree, and I, I read it every month, I like the magazine. How come I'm supposed to believe him? He's a welder, Mark. He's I know. A, I'm supposed to do my fireman. research. I'm supposed to find out. And then what?
0: Well, call. Or start calling radio shows. Right. Then you can take take Free Talk Live and turn it into a cons- another conspiracy show. How about Fabulous. that, Mark? That'll work real well.
1: Oh wait, I'm in charge of the show, and if you tried that crap, you'd be out of here right quick. I'd still have the uh, the, the contract on the sales though. <laughs> <laughs> Which all have to be approved by me. And then I'd hassle the crap out of the uh the, the advertisers. Dictatorship. I'll tell i I'll tell Jason at SACEL CAI how it was an inside job. I mean, it's just are you kidding me? This could go
0: on forever. He brings up a point. You bring up a counterpoint. Which, again, you've just heard. You've just read the. You've just read the rebuttals, Mark. You don't know how true those are. You don't know how true the original claims are. All of this is just such a wash. It's such a waste of time. Uh, It doesn't matter if it was an inside job or if it was, you know, just an accident or if it was planned or whoever. The fact is, it happened. And what happened after that is the government got bigger and more intrusive. That's what we focus
2: on. Exactly. And the other point is, is that you had before 9-11, you had the CIA, you had the NSA, you had uh, all these different government agencies who were supposed to be protecting the people of the United States. And they failed. So they fail, and what do they want? They want more money and more resources, and they want to hire more mm-hmm. people to do it and create another uh, bureaucracy, the TSA, the Department of Homeland Security. Do we really need all those, or do we just need a couple really efficient or- organizations that, that, that work and those are you know, what you just pointed out, Wayne, are
0: things that really did happen that we can actually point to and talk about. Right. Nobody's going to argue with us about those points. It's not speculation. We don't have to bring on experts, so-called. Oh, I'm a firefighter. We don't have to bring on somebody to say that this is what happened with the Department of Homeland Security. Everybody knows that's what happened. There's, there's nothing uh, questionable about that. Uh, the government itself is questionable, but that's another issue. Let's go to the phones. Talk to Paul in Maine. Paul, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello. Hello.
15: Hello. Yes, hello, gen- hello gentlemen. Um, everything, everything that every time Bush talks about terrorism, his subject starts with 9/11. The the uh, turning point on everything that Bush says about anything, he it all turns on 9/11. Yeah. Uh-huh. 9-11 is his, is his trump card that he plays every time he's out there on the stage.
0: Sure, it's their, ex- it's their, their excuse neocons, for tyranny.
15: All the neocons use that. They so do. But you've got to knock that down. And if you guys can't knock that down, then you're worthless.
1: I don't think that that's true. Um, the fact is, we can knock down point by point why it is that they fail every single time they uh, institute a new government program.
0: Yep, and we do it every single night on the show, and people contribute money to the show, so it's clear we're not worthless. And, you know, the show's growing every day
1: very quickly.
0: Um, We have more affiliates on this show than the – we're on a network that has some of the conspiracy shows on it, and I got a list of all the, uh, the network affiliates as far as, you know, what shows have what radio stations on board. There are some shows that have been on the air for twice as long as Free Talk Live, maybe longer than Even that, longer. Um, and we have more affiliates than they do. So we're growing faster. Yeah, so. That's just the fact. So we're obviously valuable. Thanks for the call. 800-259-9231. We might
1: be useless to him, but right, we're not well, useless to everybody. Right,
0: because that's because the 9-11 conspiracy theorists think you're useless unless you're on board with their little bandwagon. Yep. Yeah. And by the way, his question, the the call screener, um, what they typed in for his subject was that he wanted to know if I believe the government's 9/11 explanation. Of course not. It's the government. I don't believe a word those fools say. But that doesn't mean that anybody with a counterclaim is automatically correct. Exactly. And nor does it mean that I'm going to spend hours of my life trying to figure out what the truth is. What's the real story? I mean, we were talking about during the break, Wayne, you were talking about uh, the, the, the Kennedy assassination and how information has come out over the years that it's you know it's been pretty damning towards many people in the government and uh, Lyndon Johnson and the CIA and all of that. And somebody was on their deathbed recently revealing all kinds of information. And look at what's happened.
2: Nothing.
1: Oh, yeah, that's right.
2: It's... Right. Useless. Whoever was
1: implicated in the uh, the death of John F. Kennedy apparently isn't hasn't gone to jail. I haven't nope. heard anything about the trial. No. Nope. And what if they did? What if they went to jail?
0: One of them. What's that going to change? Let's go to the phones and talk to Chris in Indiana. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Chris. Chris, Indiana, going once. Chris, hey. in, hello.
9: Uh, I was wanting to spread a rumor I just made up. Sure. Uh, Excellent. <laughs> go ahead. I, uh,
1: Does it have I anything the to talk- do with the, the flying spaghetti monster?
9: No, no, no. Uh, See if you can squeeze a, him
1: in. <laughs>
9: Ron, Ron Paul's uh, running mate. I heard it's Val Venus.
1: Valvenus. That would be awesome. <laughs> Val Venus or, or, or Kane, either one I think is fine. Uh, no, no, Val Venus. Okay. I'm... Well, now
0: we, we know they're both supporters. Uh, mm-hmm. Both uh, Kane and Val are the real men behind those names. Uh, yeah. both supporters of Ron Paul. And I think it would be a brilliant campaign move. Because I, Yeah, it would. Ron Paul appeals to, you know, sort of the intellectual quotient in America. And uh, Val and Kane, they appeal to the, uh, you know, the, Women. The, the wrestler fans. And
2: <laughs> I've even heard Jesse Ventura, too, as a r- possible running mate
0: it hey, uh, would be interesting, though. He's not really so much a principled libertarian. Those sure other guys are. Val Venus yeah. and uh, Kane, definitely principled guys. And by the way, I don't yes. mean to, to, to attack all wrestler fans. I, I don't mean to be mean. It's just a, a stereotype, and it's not fair. I've seen wrestling, and I enjoy it.
1: And you yeah. know, Scott, Scott um, the former co-host, uh, Torgo, he loves wrestling. And that's how we found out about these guys that they were libertarians in the first place.
0: I think it would be awesome if it happened. And who knows? Anything can at this point. Thanks for the call, Chris. It has Mm -hmm. been Ian here with you. And Wayne. And Mark. Uh, Amplifier line, five seconds. You're on the air.
3: Yeah, I just wanted to say that uh, the conspiracy theory problem is that they think that they must legitimize their theories in order to show that the government's evil.
0: Yeah, we don't have to do that. The government is evil. It's pretty easy to point that out. We'll see you tomorrow night online in the meantime, freetalklive.com.